Ladies and gentlemen, electric cars, they're totally gay. It's true. I don't mean that they're homosexual gay, but I do mean your parents are the chaperone at the dance, gay, right? You tuck it in and wear it real high, gay. I don't want to disrespect anybody because I'm not about that, but I think we're understanding what we're trying to talk about here, right? it up by f- we're like uh, getting the audio right before the show let's let's get the audio wrong during the show yes. yeah! yeah welcome to NPR this is your host James oh whoa. oh I don't know is this what I sound like <laughs> oh my god I'm hot now welcome to episode 547 apartment show the worst podcast on the opposite Thanks for all the markers. Yeah, Brett got himself a box of markers, pens, pencils. I don't know why. Did you just need something to squiggle with? Or? Well, you know how bad the show is when we look at pictures? <laughs> do I? Now we're going to do a show where we just draw. <laughs> we color. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Pictionary, the podcast. <laughs> you have an amazing you can't see sh- selection of markers. 
Yeah, I don't know. Every every few years, I just decide to buy more markers. <laughs> what have you ever done with them? Draw, stupid. What, what do you think? Well, how often are you drawing? Not at all. Like, um, how many drawings do you have versus markers? Oh, I probably have about as many drawings as markers. Oh, do you guys know about my drawings? No. No, we don't. But anyway, no, I used to... Uh, I think the audio is still shit. Nope. But I, uh, I, I used to draw a lot of stuff. This audio is fantastic. This is one. This is one that I did. The audio is fucking perfect. I don't know that mine is. I don't like it. Make it better. While Andrew and James work on the audio, I'm going to show the live stream some drawings. This is a man. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've seen that one. Yeah, man with a bird. I, I like wave, to do a man arms. with a bird. Oh, like, uh, now I sound. I didn't good. change anything. Now I sound perfect. Thank you, Andrew. The theme for my drawing, like an artist has a theme, you know, and mine is something. A man with something wrong with him interacting with a bird. So here's one. Man Brett is, drew that uh, shop teacher from Canada. <laughs> the one with the enormous fake boobs, so comically enormous. This one scared a chicken into laying an egg. Yes, the terrifying uh, naked hairy man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ironically, with no hair on his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else you got there on here? Uh, I tried to draw puke, oh, puke when he was angry at Andrew. Just a quick. Uh, Just a <laughs> well, we got confused at who was who, right? Yeah. No, that's a well, different. I see, I'm wearing, I got glasses on. Obviously, that's yeah. me. Yeah. So and that then, was just puke angry at Andrew. And then on the next page is just a bunch of swastikas. Jeez, uh, Brett, I oh, mean, you should probably not draw that. I have me. some schematics here, too, of a truck backed up to a house. I don't remember why. Uh, was, oh, planning, it was Andrew's dream. Planning? Oh. A tr the 18 people were sleeping in an 18-wheeler. Oh, yeah, at the party. This is a guy we don't know. Puke was fucking. Not a real guy. Yeah, if Puke was fucking in an 18-wheeler. So was the 18-wheeler uh, filled with immigrants? or No. Oh. Just Andrew and Puke yelling at each other. Just cattle. Oh, yeah, and I have a microphone jammed in my eyeball. I didn't bring up the markers to show off my drawings, but I this think you is did. working I out think quite you did. well. I think this is Brett, 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 has been Brett's scheme all along. Oh, I just got to... Remember we almost named an episode The Rape of the Spaniards? But here we are on today's show. Yeah, so. I think I have a drop of that. Not mm. the raping Spaniards. Mm-hmm. Oh, why are we a week late? <laughs> I was not here last week. Yeah. And I had business. Oh, yeah. You're a businessman. And actually, Saturday, you and I just hung out with a bunch of kids. I mean, that wasn't the entire day. No, it was majority. It was a it pretty was a good, good amount of, time, of the yeah. day. That was so. fun. I had fun. Yeah. Wait, why were you with kids on Saturday? We went to Longface's house and oh, everybody yeah. has children. When did you do this? Everybody has Saturday. more than one children. Why did you do this? Because he was having these like, hey, this we're going to do party. a bonfire. And, and he just got himself one of those deep fryers. Yeah. We had but, deep fried wings. But, so, Brett, when you have friends. Okay. Sometimes they have children. And, and then, if a and friend has a party. And they go to Monroe with you last night. Oh, yeah. They might do that, too. But, yeah. I don't know. All of Andrew's friends from, like, his childhood and high school, they all have their own little obnoxious creatures now they call children. Yeah. They've all had children for a decade. Yeah. Well, they still have them. I mean, they, you don't just throw them away. Oh, God damn it. Ha, mute the Mac. What? Windows. <laughs> I can't mute it. Yes, you can. If I mute it, it's all going to, the whole thing's going to mute. Well, I'm streaming what? on here. Last Thursday. No, I, no, no. But you can mute the audio coming out of, I can't do that. I think. I don't, I don't do I think you, uh, maybe not. Well, make it stop doing that. Done. Oh, thanks. I don't like that. Cat. Random cat. 
You gave me the idea by playing some music at the beginning of the show. Thursday. I went to a wedding in New York. On, on a Thursday? Who has a wedding? No, I, we left on a oh. Thursday. The wedding was on a Saturday. It took two days to get there and two days to get home. We stayed in hotels. New York's not that far away. No, but it was, oh. Parts of it are. <laughs> oh. Parts of it are. Oh, that's a good point. New York goes all the way to Canada. <laughs> this was nine so. hours away. That's qu- Okay, that's quite a ways. And we were traveling, Gabriella and I, with two seniors. Oh, yeah. They make it not fun. Oh, yeah. You can just call them Mexicans. Senor. <laughs> oh, you stepped on my next joke. Oh, I was really? Say, and one senior. Um, yes, but her uh, her mom and her dad. Really? The rave of the Spaniards? I, um, oh, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> um, I went with them in a car. And we actually took uh-huh. their car, which is a Honda Accord. Okay, that's a fine touring automobile. Yeah, and it's an older one, but the whole time I'm going, man, this car is so smooth. Uh-huh. I love it. And then I start looking up like Honda Accord, manual transmission. You know what those things go for? More more than you would expect. The aforementioned long face. In high school, he got one for probably $900. Mm-hmm. It was a 92. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bad windows on, on the old Hondas. Oh. Were they not clear? No, they just go bad. Like the motors get weak or something and they get dirty. Hmm. Anyway, you can fix that. Uh, manual Accord. True. You just get a big enough rock. In, in 2003 or four. Yeah. Today in 2022, you know what a 92 manual Accord would go for? Brett was just looking it up. At least $60,000. No, 12. You can find them yeah. for 12. Yeah. That sounds like a good deal. Uh, you, you can find them for eight. With but. inflation, that's like what? I mean, it's equivalent to a fucking 20 cents if you just wanna, a year ago. If you want to get down around 100K or less, like miles, you know, you, you're going to pay 12, 13. Yeah. Like if you find one with like 80,000 miles, that's going to be. Well, good news that they're only going to continue to get more expensive. So. That's kind of why, <laughs> but I am in a position to get it. We're now emerging two of my topics. So we'll come back oh, to cars, okay. but I just really have my eye out now for cars. Yeah, you know? because you literally don't have one? I don't. Somebody I t- we're getting back t- to cars. Getting back to cars? Yeah, said, we'll, we'll get, get back, back to, to cars. We'll get back to cars. You, you, you <laughs> both so, said more car stuff. I like cars! I wanted to surrender the steering wheel during this trip. Very little. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you were going to say as you were driving and kill them all. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to do... I thought that story was going to a dark place, and it turned out to be a happy place. No, I wanted to drive as much of the drive as I could. Yes, because you day, don't trust any of the other people? Uh, it's very hard for me to trust anybody behind the wheel, mm. but I, I really only... Especially the older folks. It's impossible for me. Yeah. I trust Andrew, but that's about it. I trust yeah. Andrew, but that's about it. I don't trust Andrew. I trust all. you, too. You're pretty good. You don't have a choice sometimes. Regardless of what Andrew says about you, I think you're <laughs> fine. I enjoy driving with you. I don't yeah, really, you've been in my car for hours at a time. I don't really think I've been the passenger in another person's car that much, other than Andrew. Yeah. True. Like, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like, yeah, how do you end up as a passenger in a car? I guess if you're Ubering a lot or taxiing, or if you're a wife, I guess. The last time I was, mm-hmm. like, regularly a passenger in another man's car, I was probably in college. Yeah. Yeah, because once you own your own vehicle, you Drive tend it. to use it. Yeah. yeah. Get your money's worth. Oh, yeah. So um, th- on the first day, I did not drive at all, which was um, not the best for me. But it was actually kind of nice to like sit in the back of a car and just kind of veg out and have a snack. I almost I fell asleep at one point, too. Yeah, that is nice if you, uh, if you can 
you know, uh, crush your fears and take a nap. Yeah. So we stayed in this magnificent Airbnb that was very similar to the house that my mom rents in Maine, but it was on a lake in New York. I mean, the layout of the house was almost exactly the same. Really? Yes. Um, but it was just a wonderful, wonderful time. I cooked for people. I oh. made what I think will be lifelong friends. It was Gabriella's brother, who is the sweetest man you can imagine. Hmm. Am I the only person that prefers lakes over oceans and no. beach? No. No. Oh, really? No. There's yeah, houses I'd, all uh, around any lake. I hate the ocean. But do we all agree with me that no, they're better you, than beaches? Yes. No. I Fuck the ocean. I would take a lake over the ocean any day. Yeah. Why? Because uh, the lakes ocean... Lakes don't spit hurricanes at you. Yeah. Lakes don't have sea creatures. Like lakes you can swim in and no not jellyfish. be covered in salt and sharks. Oh, my God. You ever been bitten by a water moccasin? That's not going to happen in the ocean. No, because no, you know to look out for them. How? How do you know to look yeah, out for you something? Know to look out? How do you, you look out for them? Because you can see them! When you see a noodle in the water, you don't go towards it. Absolutely not. I grew up on a lake, so maybe that's my bias. You can spot an ocean creature... Unless uh-huh. it's a jellyfish. Yeah. Much easier than any water moccasin in a lake. Lakes are dark. Right, but snakes swim at the surface. I feel like sometimes they hide under docks. Oh, they can do that, yeah. Ah, that's the worst! Could you even imagine? Yeah, I mean, they'll, like, sun themselves on rocks, so you might get bit that way, but... I feel like the uh, ratio of water moccasin bites to anything in the fucking ocean bite is greatly skewed. In favor of the lake. So. Do you know how many sharks kill people a year? How many people a More, year are killed by sharks? Like three. Six. So, oh, Do you know how close. many sharks people kill Do you a know, year? I don't give a fuck how many water moccasins kill right. people. If uh, it's zero. Siri, how <laughs> many? Uh, no one asked Siri. No. Alexa. She doesn't know anything. Yeah, we're going to find out right now how many water moccasins kill people each year. I'm going to guess it's uh, 2,000. Yeah. I bet not. But <laughs> Oh, did you not even look? No. Oh, you were typing. You guys don't like it when I look up things, so I just ignored you. Well, let's guess. All right. So how many lakes are there? Let's start with that. At least 10,000, because that's one state. Okay. So let's say that not all states have 10,000. Wait, isn't it 1,000 lakes? No. 10,000? 10, and that's Minnesota? Yeah. Okay. And New- so if Minnesota has 10,000, and that's just one state alone, then we can assume... That there's probably like five other states that have that many? No. At least five other states, period, that have some number of lakes. Mm, Oh, I'd say all the states have lakes. Probably. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of any state that doesn't have a lake. Now we're working with 50 states, okay? Yeah. Not all have 10,000. I bet New York has 7,500, okay? So let's say the average number of lakes per state because mm-hmm. we're going to have states that are kind of weird. Like, like Rhode Island. Hawaii. Oh, Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. You Hawaii, know? the only lakes are made of lava. Right. So some are going to drag <laughs> the average way down. So yeah. let's say there's... 3,000 average. 3,000 average. Okay. So there's 150,000 lakes Wait, in the United it, States. Does Arizona even have lakes anymore? Now that we know there's 150,000... No, <laughs> now that we know there's 150,000 lakes roughly in the United States, mm-hmm. how many countries are there? 200? I mean, I think I know there's I think it depends who you ask. There's the US, there's Britain, Russia, Ukraine. Canada, that's all I've heard. Oh, Saudi I've heard Arabia. Canada. Oh, yeah, that's a one. Algeria. We're going to name all the countries now. Japan. Japan. Yeah, China. China. Australia. Tunisia. Australia. New Zealand. New Zealand. Sure, New Zealand. Swaziland. New Guinea. 
Botswana. Malaysia. Yeah. Papua New Guinea. Cameroon. France. Antarctica. Germany. That's not a country. Johans in the chat asks, how is lake number defined? Easy. <laughs> Easy. I would say you square take the footage. Depth yeah. In inches. Okay. <laughs> times the circumference in inches. So now that we know. It's a big number. Now that we know that there's 150,000 lakes, give or take, in Johan the United States. Estonia as a country. No, it is. No, no, no. Yeah, Wait yeah, a minute. Let's not get distracted. Sounds fake to me. Now that we know that there's 150,000 lakes, give or take, in the yeah. United States, we go to how many countries are there? Let's say there's 200. We named probably 10% of them already. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So 150,000 times 200 is 300,000 plus two zeros, which is... There's no way that the U.S. is the average lake number... We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on yeah, that. Yeah, no, because I feel like I feel like countries like Scandinavia probably have like a bajillion lakes. Well, sure, but what about just Canada alone? What about or Scandinavia? Russia? Scandinavia not even being a country. Yeah, it's not even a, it's just an area. What? It's Shit. Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Denmark. And Estonia. And Estonia. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Holland, whatever that is. We never decided we, when we had no, that to, no to debate for the fucking. I think Dutch. they just make that's where they make that sauce, and then nobody <laughs> ever asked. But there's gonna be some place. That's got like 300,000 lakes. I bet Russia in the spring has a lot of lakes. So 150,000 times 200 is mm. 300,000. 30 million? If you add the two zeros? Am I doing the math right? No. Yeah, 3 million, 30 million. So now that we know that there's give or take 30 million lakes in the world... Let's kind of compensate for countries that don't have as many lakes. You got to figure that the United States is yeah. a lake rich country. So we're going to take that 30 million down to 20 million. Yeah, Dubai. Wait. Like Tunisia, Dubai. Well, UAE. I feel like Qatar, most of their lakes are probably UAE. made up. Now, oh, yeah. They're man made and they're under a dome. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the, the gilded dome, which is an inverted lake. Here's oh, the no. only place where we'll need the internet to figure out the answer mm. how many people die. By water moccasins. Can you, those are the markers. Yeah. We'll need those too. Can <laughs> you how pull we're doing up this math. on Wikipedia a map? It should show a map of areas that have water moccasins in them. So we just want to know like where all the water moccasins are, and that will allow us to just for our 20 million lake number. So right now we're finding out where water moccasins live, I'm so we know how less many lakes of water moccasins than I am. I'm, I can't think sea. of an animal that's scarier. I can't think of an animal <laughs> in the sea that is that isn't scarier than a water moccasin. What what animal scarier than a water moccasin? I have no idea what a water moccasin looks like, and I'm not going to look at the television in case he pulls up a picture. Mm. I've gone my whole life never seeing a water moccasin, and if I did, I didn't know it was a water moccasin. Mm. I don't know what a water moccasin is, but moccasin is the least threatening word. Yeah. Like when it comes to footwear, you could name it water sneaker, water stiletto. Well, water. Oh, would it be scarier? Water boot. Would All it those be are scarier than moccasin. Would it be scarier if you called it cottonmouth? Oh shit! Is cottonmouth scarier? Because that's what they are also called. Sometimes. Yeah, but it doesn't make me think of lakes. True. <clears throat> makes just, me think of just, dry. Just makes you think you're thirsty. Yeah. All right. So, so there's going to be some math adjustments because yeah. water moccasins only live in the United States. Oh, it's and it's easy, kind then. of a real small quarter of that territory. Oh, that States. even. Jeez, <laughs> I don't go in lakes in any of those states. Yeah. All right. So now, of course, they're in Florida. 
of course. So yeah. oh no, okay. My whole well, lakes are great thing. There's like fucking boa constrictors in Florida. I don't fuck with any water. Yeah, I, all water in Florida is too scary. Anything in the southern, sea is less scary in Florida than a lake. That is true. Yeah, southern that's, Southern <laughs> Alabama, Georgia, and all of Florida. That's where lakes are a no go. Because anything bad in the sea in Florida is also applicable in the lake. The Gulf of Mexico, I bet there's nothing in there. I bet there's two fish in there. Uh, there's jellyfish. You know what's crazy? We went in the lake oh, in yeah. Nicaragua. No problem. Yeah. Are, there cro- are there crocodiles, though, right? And there's fucking sharks in that lake. What? There's no sharks in a the lake. There's sharks in that lake. Why? How'd they get there? Fucking magic. Volcanoes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I doubted you. Uh, um, have you not heard of sharknadoes? Where do you think those occur? Brett? All right. So now. No, I'm not lying. This is a true thing. If you're following the math, yeah, wait a minute. But we yeah. got a lot of math going on. We, a lot of the number that we're currently working with is 20 million lakes in the world. But we're going to have to backtrack from that to our original 30 million, which I uh, downgraded to 20 million for n- countries that don't have a lot of lakes. Then we find out that water moccasins only live in the United States. So we're back to 150,000 lakes. We established that earlier. But now the, the we're going to. The furthest north they even go is like Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah, Terre Haute, Indiana. At the northernmost. Yeah. Where in the fuck is Terre Haute? There's just one lake, apparently, in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> now, and like two separate lakes in Tennessee somehow. We're going to say that the, the area represented on this map that we're looking at, uh-huh. purple for water moccasins, what are the other colors on the, that map? There's no other colors on the map. There's yeah. a lot of colors in the, the legend. What are legend. the other colors so in the we've legend? we've got permanent... resident. Oh, okay. Non-breeding resident. Passage migrant, uncertain status, introduced vagrant. I think these are just. Um, I believe these. I think are, these are just genders. Okay. No, no, no. I think these are common parts of a map for animal territories, and they're not necessary for cottonmouths. Okay. Yeah. Or this guy just really wanted to make a cool, colorful. Exlip. Yeah. Exlipated. So what do we extirpated, wa- extinct? What do we want to say? That's oh. one seventh of the United States, one sixth of the United States. Well, it's the South, so we can just say it's not worth shit, so fuck them. But we're doing oh. math. Oh, we're, we're not. Math. Yeah, I would, yeah, I'd say a quarter. No, that's not Well, a wait a minute. Are you including Alaska? Yes. No, nah, okay, then it's an eighth. Okay, you think that's an eighth? Alaska's fucking huge. Let's say it. Do you want to say it's even a tenth if Alaska Since is... Since Alaska's way the fuck out in the middle of Alaska, Alaska and Hawaii least, can fuck off. At least one third of the entire continental U.S. That's what Alaska, I'm saying. That's right. why we should get rid of So this Alaska. is like a seventh. So no. Let's, best. let's keep it to the lower 48. That's about a 40% of a third. Would you agree that that's about 40% of a third? Sure. Okay. So it's a nine and it's one nine and a half. So what we're gonna do is oh. we're gonna do point three 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 times uh point four and then we're gonna do some math. So that would be um and then we got uh four. one sixteenth. So this one is, sixteenth. This is about I think I'm right. And, oh yeah, and rape. <laughs> no, I'm not right. Yeah, I forgot about the rape. <laughs> What we're looking at is 13% of the United States. Sure. Right there. So now with our 150,000 lakes in the United States total, which we established earlier, we're going to times that number by 0.13. And I will be back in a moment. And that is the appropriate uh, terminology, timesing it. So 
Whatever Brett's doing right now, I really want to give this test to my mom. <laughs> Why? I just want to see how long it takes her. That would be interesting, yeah, just to, as, a, as a proof of... Like, how are we even going to measure that? <laughs> Weeks? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, what's, what's, like, the largest measurement of time? Epochs? Mm. Yeah, I don't know that... Uh, I don't know that any human being could get a right answer from this, what in we've this, just been talking about. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the whole thing. I just mean oh. the figuring out 40% of a third. Oh, I can't do that. I know that, but... I'll... I mean, I could Google it, which is what I would do. <laughs> I use calculators because I'm not a fucking nerd. In this area, according to my multiplication, there are 19,500 lakes. Okay. Okay, sure. Okay. So, how Wait many... Wait a minute. No. There's got to be more than that. Not I according mean, I, to the math. There's 10,000 in one state. There's not in that. That state's not represented but in Florida's the purple. Florida's got a shitload of lakes. Okay. I'm telling you. Okay. Puke, Would you like to you know? Haven't, you haven't done the Florida factor. How many lakes in Florida? I don't know. But in the lower 48, estimated 125,000 lakes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was only off by 25,000. But uh, yeah. were you including Alaska? Yeah. If you uh, 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 how many in Alaska? Three million. What? It says there are about three million lakes in the United States, but a majority of them are located in Alaska and are usually the result of seasonal snowmelt. In the lower forty-eight, they're an estimated one hundred twenty-five thousand temporary 000. lakes. Yeah, temporary lakes don't count. Right. So, how many permanent lakes in Alaska? Oh, I don't know. Five. Say twenty-five thousand. Google that shit again. <sighs> Now I have to open this whole website. How many? Uh, the listeners Johan will says wait. Alexa. <laughs> the listeners will, will, will I don't know. I can't find that answer easily. So we'll just say you're right. 125,000 lakes. Okay. So in that area in the map. Also, you want to know how many countries in the in the world? Yeah. Two. No. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to guess. 195. Oh, my God. Oh, we Brett. used 200. Yeah, Brett's pretty close there, too. Well, no, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Okay. Get that drop. <laughs> and raped. And oh yeah, and raped. Yeah, I forgot about the rape. All right. Nineteen thousand five hundred lakes in the purple region of water moccasins. How many water moccasins per lake? Well, I think that's gonna depend on the time of year. Mm-hmm. Because in the winter, there's probably fewer. Where do they go in the winter? They die, stupid. They just die. Animals just die. die. Animals you're just die. Me, you're just telling me. And then they fuck. In the south. These, oh, yeah, there's no winter. These snakes <laughs> just go, oh, it's getting cold. I'm just going to die. I'll come back next year. Yeah, but now, but that is true. More animals die in the I winter. I know more animals die. And more everything dies in the yeah, winter. Yeah, so the number goes down. It, but it doesn't in go down spring, that much. In the spring, it goes up. It's not like we go from... An average of 12 water moccasins per lake in, in July 12. and one in December. I bet there's like six million per no, lake. Are you kidding me? I bet you <laughs> the average is, is single digits <laughs> per How lake. How it be single digits? How could it not be? Because they're a fairly decent-sized animal. <clears throat> then how has not everyone in the world been attacked by a water moccasin? Oh, they might have. Well... Because I got those numbers, too. The answer is obvious because they're only in about one-seventh of the okay. United States. Yeah, so... Well, if they're I mean, if you're in Israel, you're not getting of the bit. country, yeah. then how has 40% of one-third of the populace not been attacked by water moccasins every year if there's thousands in each lake? How many people would that be? 
that would be 40% of 111 million uh-huh. would be roughly 45 million people. Oh. 43 million well, people. Wait a minute. <laughs> would have to be attacked by water moccasins annually. No, 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 but that's... You're, wait, so you're including the entire planet? No, wait, 300 million... Wait, 300 million is the U.S., right? 330 million, yeah. Oh, okay. Therefore, one-third of that is 110 million. Yeah, you're... 40% of that yeah. is 44 million. You're way the fuck off, then. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. telling you your math is wrong. My math isn't wrong. I'm reading it off a website. I'm telling you <laughs> that if there I are thousands upon thousands of water moccasins in each lake, on average, that everyone... Like, even if you don't even look at a lake, yeah. you're being attacked by a water My moccasin. name's Dewey. I've organized all your books. If 40, I, I use Dewey to figure it out. My I'm, my logic disconnects, I know, but I don't care. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm exaggerating to prove my point. Andrew said 43 million people attacked by water moccasins a year. That would be every person in this region of the U.S. Okay. No, maybe. But I know there's more people here, actually. Well, what it means is that every lake needs, according to my math, about 2,000 swimmers. Oh, yeah. How many people are swimming in a lake at if, any given moment? Are there we, more people or water moccasins? If we divide 43 million mm. by, now I'm rounding for the number of lakes in that region. And too. we're only talking about lakes. We're not talking about creeks. Rivers. We're not talking about rivers. We're not talking about streams. Ponds. Ponds. Oh, my God. How many ponds? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Everything. Is- Wait, are they, where, where do water moccasins usually live in lakes, water. river, or ponds? In the water. I don't think they um, discriminate. They probably don't live as much in fast-moving, rushing water like rivers. But don't fast worry. Rivers. In the winter, they're all going to die. Yeah. Okay, but no one swims in the winter, so that's kind of a non-issue. True. But down there, people do swim in the winter. And what about all these tough and guys in the cold water? of the mild temperatures down there, all the water moccasins probably do not die. Yeah. That's what I winter. was saying. Right. So... 43 million people attacked by what? That's a working number. 43 million attacks a year. <laughs> That's a very inflated number. <laughs> Means we need twenty uh, need 2,000 swimmers per lake. Okay? Regardless of the number of moccasins. I'm ready to say 35 people a year. 2,000 bites per lake. <laughs> I'm ready to say 35 people a year are killed by water moccasins. Killed. 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 Wow. I'm going to say it's lower. It is. Because the the area that's affected is so minor, yeah. and Puke is trying to blow up the dangerousness of water moccasins. I wasn't. I Brett's it. the one and saying it's say killing there's everyone. thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them in every lake. Yeah. And that's why I extrapolated the 43 million, the 44 oh, million see, number, yeah. because that's outrageous. Yeah, so it's my fault. It is your fault. That your math there's, is stupid. No, my math is not stupid. My math was sound. <laughs> I'm telling you, your premise was stupid, so I applied math mm-hmm. to your premise and came up with 44 million people. You know how big a lake is? There's a lot it of lakes. It can vary. Yeah. What do you think oh, the yeah. average size lake is? <laughs> 60 gallons. No. I don't know what it gallon. That's a great question. Well, okay. I mean, knowing the average size lake could only help at this point. Mm-hmm. 60 gallons is like one barrel. Have you guys ever seen that YouTube channel, Engineering Explained? No. Where the guy stands in front of a whiteboard and he explains a lot of engineering concepts, oftentimes automotive. Then why don't you know He's our top lakes. competitor. Yeah. Imagine our Engineering Explained video <laughs> on the whiteboard market like, ah, we're just punching each other. <laughs> and then in the end, there's an overhead grid system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 
Be a fun visual. How do you? How, the overhead grid system for the outdoor. It's called mock us out. Mock us out. How do you do lake number? Like, what is even the unit that you well, Andrew ma- said I already inches told you. of depth. The depth in inches times the circumference in inches. Now, is the circumference, or do you mean just the... The, the perimeter. Perimeter. The perimeter, perimeter yeah, because circumference... Oh, yeah. So, like, Lake Winnipesaukee, for example, lakes, yeah. that is a massive lake number, even though it isn't that deep, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. not that deep, but the perimeter is, like, 3,000 yeah. fucking miles. But, like, Lake Huron, or whichever one it is, that's, like, a mile deep... Mm-hmm. Not which la- which lake, lake do you think has a larger edge. lake number? Huron, very big lake. Yeah, volume wise, mm-hmm. or Winnipesaukee. Yeah, because which again, has perimeter many, many of- much perimeter. Yeah, it's so it has so much surface area on the perimeter. Hmm. Oh, Matt, being the chat, good point. Max depth or average depth? Uh, average, well, obviously, average depth. we got to do average. We have to do average. Yeah, because max depth. Well, by is- that logic, we got to do average perimeter then, like circumference. What do you mean? Wait, average perimeter. How would you because average the perimeter? That's tough. Jeez, lake number's hard to calculate. But the perimeter... Hard to calculate. Well, because I guess the average... <laughs> What's the calculation? <laughs> <laughs> the perimeter does change based on how many water moccasins are inside the lake at any given time. Because the, the, you know, the level will oh, go up and down. What is the number of down. deaths per year for water moccasins? Wait a minute. I just want to point something out. <laughs> Let's, I just want to step out of this for a minute. We out of a, th- a curiosity here. How many people do water moccasins kill a year? Yeah. Then we do this, and we've got other people invested in this. So if this is the first show you're ever listening to, and you're going, I'm kind of interested in seeing where this is going to go. God bless you. It's not going anywhere, but God <laughs> bless you for that curiosity that you share with us. Well, Severman was speculating that uh, he said he's doing the math to verify the, quote, number of people killed by water moccasins, unquote, as metaphor for, quote, did they really put six million in ovens, unquote. <laughs> oh, we got a real Nurberg on our fucking hands here. It's pronounced Nordberg. Mm. Okay, what's the answer? Wait, what was the trial? What was the trial? <laughs> Nuremberg. 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 Nordberg. Nordberg. In the Bronco. <laughs> All right, according to this one website I looked up called A to Z Animals, shockingly. A to Z Animals. That should be like our sister website. <laughs> I think I saw a zebra today. <laughs> what? Where? In a zoo? In Butler. No. What? In a yard. <laughs> okay, that in Butler, checks out. Or, or... Did some meth head in Butler just spray paint a horse? God. <laughs> no, no, no. I was driving past these farms. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a, there's like a petting zoo up there that and, has No, zebras. it's just a farm. Oh, just it was a, just somebody's farm in Meridian. Wait, you think you get zebras for no, the petting zoo? No, I'm driving zoo. along. I, look, I see a horse, yeah. and then I see a cool-looking horse. And I go, look at that cool-looking horse. Is that a mule? Is it a donkey? Is there a difference? What if it was a I pet- don't know. Then I look at oh, it, and yeah. I go, I think, that's a, I think that's a mule. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I go, that's very mule-ish. And then I get closer, yeah. and it's got stripes. It's what got stripes it? like a zebra. What if now, it, what they if weren't? They weren't? They weren't? They weren't? What if it was a tiger? <laughs> Maybe, but they weren't very dramatic stripes. But they were oh. stripes, just yeah. like a zebra, just yeah. not bold. Like there wasn't a ton of contrast. Yeah. It's still very stripy. Oh. Mohawk like a zebra. I'm telling you, there was a fucking Butler zebra and raped. And oh yeah, and raped. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the rape. Mappy in the chat <laughs> says they, the stripes. they actually do cross donkeys and zebras. And didn't we discuss this before? Where I said, is a zebra just a stripy donkey? Kind of, yeah. <clears throat> Zonkeys. 
<laughs> oh, that's, what, that's what Johan's in the chat just said. Nice. Exact same time. Um, so average number of people killed by water moccasins. <laughs> Shockingly. 7,000 to 8,000 people suffer a venomous snake bite per year, but only a few die. Cottonmouths are responsible for less than 1% of those few deaths. Almost half of all snake bites in the United States are on lower extremities, and about 25% of them were shoeless when the bite occurred. Wait, e. Nero. stop. Like, yeah. Back up. Seven to 8,000 people get bit. By venomous right. snakes. But not that many die. 1%. 1% die? Yeah. 70 to 80 people die. Yes, but... We're talking about cotton mouth. And only 3% of those. Well, I got numbers here. Are due to cotton mouth. Uh, yeah. So we're talking like 1.75 people per year. Uh, Can I finish the fucking? I guess. Inf- yeah. Because now I'm confused. Great point, though. Go to the internet to check your work, not to find out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were 255 cotton mouth and venom. In- oh, here's a word. Envenomation. Incidents. Envenomation incidents. Wow. That's somebody who draws with markers after they've been bit by a snake. <laughs> yeah. It's an envenomator. Envenomator. Oh, the envenomator. Anyway, 255 cottonmouth incidents reported in 2017, with 242 of those being treated by healthcare professionals. 122 of those patients had moderate symptoms, while 10 suffered moderate. severe symptoms. Severe? Nobody died. Ha! Zero in Therefore, 2017. The entire premise <laughs> is me- from the very beginning, which is better, lakes or ocean. Yeah. Lakes, far better. Lakes for sure. Only- I'm telling you, I grew up on a lake. I never got bit by a snake. I saw one or two snakes and some turds. Right. And the only thing in a lake that's going to kill you came from the fucking ocean. Yeah. Or sharks or crocs. Now, what could happen Alligators, is you Florida. get drunk and you try to like do a wheelie stand on your pontoon boat, but that would be the flips. same as an ocean. Then, yeah, oh, that's yeah. not that's not specific to the lake. Yeah, there's nothing specific to a lake that is uh, more dangerous than the ocean. I don't know. The math I have here in front of me says it should be more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this is good news, Brett. Uh, Water moccasins, not the danger you think they are. There are still scary things about lakes. Like one time, I yeah. was in a boat, right. And we're going through a lake, and you can see into the ground or into the water. And what do I see? The roof of a house. Yeah. Oh, it was, a, it was yeah. a like a a man-made lake. Yep. That flooded an abandoned area, and there was the roof of a house. And isn't that scary to think about what's going on in that house? No. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, it's just the fish lake fucking. Was created unintentionally because mm-hmm. just north of us, up north of Butler. There's a place called Moraine State Park. We've all driven by it. We've all been there. Uh-huh. And uh, that lake was man-made, and there are houses in it. Yeah. Do they stick out of it? No. Well, they could if the water went yeah. low enough. A little place for uh, cotton mouths to sun themselves. Puke and I saw houses in a lake, too. They didn't start in the lake. They got washed into the lake. Oh. Wait, when did I see that? Wilmington, Vermont. Oh, yeah. After Hurricane oh, Jibber Jabber. That was a yeah. crazy uh, yeah, event. That place got destroyed. Yeah. It was like a real Hurricane Ian, but in Vermont. So anyway, there I am at Gabriella's brother's yeah. wedding. Here's where you should be afraid. Okay. Uh, the average of five people die from snake bites in the country annually, and I think most of them are actually eastern diamondback rattlesnakes. Okay. So it's out of the water you should be afraid of okay. snakes. Where are eastern diamondback rattlesnakes? Oh, they're kind of all over. 
Oh, God damn it. I was probably right around them. I was in New York. That sounds, and I was in the Adirondacks. That sounds like where they are. Actually, I don't know how many are. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. You're going to like this information. <laughs> it's just the only area highlighted is Puke's house. It's Florida. Oh, really? <laughs> it's Florida again. Hang on. I'm trying to find a good picture here. Oh, God. They're all terrible. Hey, if you're listening or watching live, you can pull up your own snake maps. Yeah, I mean, it's real easy. You just Google Diamond Eastern Diamondback Snake Territory. And guess what? It's all in the southern half of Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and then all of fucking Florida. So while Florida is great for uh, the COVID policies, not yeah. so much for living other ways. Right. Yeah. Politically... Not I mean, repticularly. <laughs> repticularly. So, so yeah. Gabriella's brother's wedding. She he marries a woman. They've been together for a long time. They're both park rangers with the park service, and her family is absolutely oh. delightful. She has one, two, three sisters and a brother, a dad. A uh, the dad has a like maybe a girlfriend. And there's some children there too. So I actually interact with some lovely children who oh, are now is this, is this the part where Andrew gets to go, children? Why were there children? Where were there children? People had kids. Yeah. And but earlier in the show, you were super confused that Andrew was at a party with children. And now you're at a party with children, but you don't seem to be confused. I was confused because Andrew had a very busy weekend last Amph- week. Amphibiously mm. speaking, how oh. fearful were these children of the lake? We were in the lake. No one swam because it was too cold. I mean, you got to yeah, think this is way, way up in New York. Yeah, so how New York, in like in August, it's too cold. We were on a boat. We were in a boat. Oh, oh, you were on the lake. Gabriella and I took a paddle boat for a short little paddle. Mm-hmm. Paddle boat. Pedal um, boat. Is it a pedal boat or a paddle? Why is it, wouldn't no, it be called a pedal boat? Oh, that's a good question. That well, a good question. how do you paddle it? With your pedals. With pedal. Oh, right. Why don't they call it a pedal paddle boat? <laughs> Um, I believe you could go out there and, and the mm. pedal paddle boat and fiddle, fa- fiddle, 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 paddle, yeah. fiddle, fuck around. Um, <laughs> uh, I think because the form of locomotion is the paddles. So I have a problem with paddle boats. Yeah. What if the name of the boat, when you spell it out, is actually P E D T A L? They just mash both words together. It's a, it's a pad- pedal, pedal boat. Anyway, uh, Paddle boats are promising. You think, oh, how nice. Like you're sitting in like a relaxed position. Uh You're just kind of floating. You know, it's so nice. Sure. Then you get in the thing and you're like, this is fucking stupid. Why is it stupid? Because you can't. Because you're doing work? No, you're going at no speed. Oh, yeah. Like, just like the stand-up paddle boards. Oh, that sounds cool, right? Like, I'm going to be into it. I'm going to be cruising along. No, you're so so fucking slow. You're basically just standing. Yeah, you're pretty much just standing and you have to do weird motion i mean kayaks and canoes exist why don't we just stick yeah, with that exactly They're pretty good but you know some uh, there's moments and feelings that you have about an event that are just kind of ineffable sometimes right they're like hard to and describe did the boat look like a swan no it just okay. looked like a regular old paddle boat there were some kayaks there were some canoes so yeah and i think you know i get down there and i say what's the snake situation in this <laughs> in this lake yeah but um, ineffable. Um, mm-hmm. The dictionary definition is two gay guys, and one goes, "Hey, do you want to fuck?" The other one goes, "No, I have to poop." 
I'm ineffable. Some Sorry. things are like that. Yeah, some th- it's hard yeah. to yeah. So um, wow, I uh, stayed in an Airbnb with twenty other people. I hoped it was a large Airbnb. Yep, Gabrielle and I had a beautiful room uh, that was all wood walls. It was real nice, like wood panel or uh, um, shiplap, like shiplap. Like it was very nice. Yeah. yeah, it was very nice. Or I guess cabin cabins have wood walls. Those are nice. Those are logs. Yeah, log cabin. Yeah, I like it. Real but easy I, to hang. I did learn pictures. you gotta you gotta like oil them and treat the wood all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, it seems like a big mess. It seems like a. It probably is. There's probably a reason that we got away from log yeah, but homes. You, there's probably like a guy you could pay. 500 years ago. Well, of course there's a guy you like can pay. every year. Just, yeah, oil my wood. There's always a guy you could pay to oil your wood. <laughs> you guys would not believe. But just so you know, I'm ineffable. Yeah. How much bread I And ate. raped. And Oh, yeah, and raped. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the rape. How many bread products? You remember yeah. how we talked about waffles and I fantasized about a waffle? couple weeks ago a few weeks ago yeah did your fantasy come true it did God, we went into this place belgian why i looked i saw that on the menu i said that plus two eggs isn't a belgian waffle just candy on a waffle wait a minute no What's, yeah what no what makes a, it belgian i don't know it's good but i'm betting <laughs> that doesn't answer my fucking question what did you put on this waffle because in my book waffles are ineffable and i'm pretty why sure you, you fuck with it okay they gave me i just don't like waffles a little waffle container of syrup okay so i could decide mm-hmm. the waffle came with kind of like a berry underlayer oh okay. god and I, and it said berry but it was oh. thin it wasn't like a berry overlayer making the waffle soggy oh the top of the waffle was very crisp mm-hmm. because it had the berry underlayer wait so the berries were under the waffle yes Interesting. And it was, it was okay. a thin layer too yeah uh in a dollop of whipped cream in the center of the waffle. Mm-hmm. Then I add syrup as I like, and I also had two eggs. Uh, Gabriella's dad had something with bacon, but he didn't want all the bacons. I also got bacon. Oh, that's the best. And she got biscuits and gravy, which she will always do. Always good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the gravy's got to be good. It's good when it's hot. In it's fact, good if it's thick. It's so bad if it's cold that Correct. I would almost be like, can you put this in the microwave for me? And I would t- ask the wait- wait- waitress person to do that like five times during the meal to keep it keep it hot. Hmm. It's almost like a fajita situation. You need some sort of plate to just constantly keep the gravy warm. If you ordered biscuits mm-hmm. and the waitress brought them and said, oh, sorry, I accidentally threw up on these on the way over. <laughs> it would look exactly the same. Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. So you really have to be into the sausage gravy but it's gotta be hot yeah that's weird gravy i feel like it's it's not something like i always say i don't care about the temperature of food pizza cold whatever fine i don't care food coffee doesn't even have to be hot even though i just spent 40 dollars on a coffee cup what huh Oh, I, like a, a travel mug i was at a cup? hardware store a couple weeks ago buying plumbing supplies and Behind, it's a little hardware store, like in Green Tree. And behind the counter, they have all these Yeti cups. And I'm going, Oh, mm. how much for one of those? Too I'm, much. Yeti is uh, the worst. Well, Gabriella likes a hot coffee. And sometimes we like to take our coffee and drive. And my coffee cups, travel cups, I have one that says uh, Well Caffeinated Podcaster. You might have seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, that listener 
to not this show, but the other show that I used to do, Beth from Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest made for me and presented to me one year at Midwest Peace and Liberty yeah. Fest. Nice. I lost the lid. Oh. I also lost the lid for the cup my friend Rich gave me that says uh, his thing on it, autonomy, right? So I've got two travel mugs and with no And he lost no the lids. cup with it. <laughs> no, I, no, I just got it out of my car. When I cleaned out my car and said goodbye for the last time uh. to my car, I made sure to grab the autonomy coffee cup. But without lids, the coffee doesn't stay hot. So I'm looking for a hot coffee solution mm-hmm. that is a size that uh, Gabrielle and I can take a coffee together on the road yes. if we want to go explore, you know, on a Saturday or Sunday. So I spend $40 on this Yeti because the lady there mm. is drinking out of it. And she goes, I love it. And I say, okay, I'll take one. And I pick one out and she's like, $58. And I go, no, that's <laughs> what's the, give me two sizes down from that which I think was like 24 ounces, and that's more than adequate, 24 ounces. I think we got to be more careful who we're taking advice from. You're taking advice from the woman behind the counter at the hardware store? She's not out, like, shoveling snow in the winter where she needs to have a great coffee cup. Like, she's just sitting behind a desk. She was the th- I was on a roll. She was the third person I took advice from at that hardware mm. store. Jeez. A plumbing guy, a standard regular aisle guy, and then her. Yeah. Yeah, you can how, take advice from them on plumbing. How many ounces do you think you want? 24? It's like 24 to 30. It's beautiful. It is gorgeous. I want a Portman show sticker for this it. This is 32. Well, I'm trying to see Contigo maybe doesn't make it in that exact 24 ounce. Why? Ooh, here we go. What are you saying? I overpaid? Yeah. Because there's one that's, that's what I have. That's, a, that's, that's my, what that's my, has, yeah. I, it's exactly that. It's how a, much is that? 33. I didn't pay that much for it. Yeah, they're. I, this is random, so it could be cheaper. Contigo makes great coffee travel mugs that seal up and everything. I've been using them for years, and they're pretty affordable. You can get them in, like, Target and Walmart and all that shit. We'd get coffee. And Yeti. Yeti yeah. is this fucking brand where people are like, oh, my God, I need to spend $300 on a fucking uh, cooler because I put fish in it or something. And now they make mugs that they just slap their brand name on and charge twice as much as anything else should be. Okay. Well, it wasn't twice as much because it was in the ballpark of that. That's what I paid for probably about the same size. Yeah. Um, so maybe to get ripped now, off. Now, it's a markup because it's a local hardware store. So I'm paying the local hardware yeah. store markup. But I want it. I want it now. I want hot coffee. The mug doesn't come with coffee, though. <laughs> that would be amazing if you did yeah i should have asked you know but, what i hear they're best for what gravy yes you dunk your biscuit right in that eight hours later no so we were on this trip and i'm filling it up with coffee in the morning oh right? here's the one i have it's 35 okay brett's uh, i'm stupid five five dollar arbachon local hardware store markup yeah okay true value uh, is it arbachon or is that I mean, only that's, by me it's Ace Hardware. Ace. Just say hardware store. No one cares. Okay. Yeah, Ace Hardware. <laughs> so local Ace Hardware. Um, we're on the trip. I fill it up in the morning. I give it to Gabriella. Two hours later, I go try it. Still hot. Still fucking hot. That's a pretty good mug. Maybe you got your money's worth. I did. Does it seal? Can you turn it upside down? Shake it? Without a blender for my morning coffee. Yeah. I had to mix a couple of times. I've had to mix butter MCT oil and stevia in the actual cup. By shaking? By shaking. Yeah. Okay. I've been uh, mixing things up in in travel mugs and water bottles, and I have mixed success. 
Yeah, you, sometimes it surprises you. Kind of. Yeah, okay. Hey, <laughs> but, can, but it's true. Well, you have prices. It's up. all true. Can we look yeah. at immersion blenders and see if we could get the smallest immersion blender? See if we can get one for like 15 bucks. Because that might be something I'd like to pick up. Mm, it's not looking good. So the best thing that mixes are the electrolyte salts. Those mix nicely. You just get a water bottle, you pour the salt in, you just shake it around. Yeah, good exactly. Go. Yeah, and, I've been doing a lot of that. I got a beautiful water bottle, too. I shake it. It's blue. Yeah. Both my things yeah. are blue. You shake that with the electrolyte salts in it. It's fantastic. Mixes perfectly evenly. Doesn't spill a drop. I just use a plastic water bottle that I've been reusing for like a month now. Mm, I did. I've done that too. Yeah. I should probably like get a new one at some point because I, I don't know. I never wash them. Yeah, it gets I the wash mung. it for you all the time. No, no, no. The a plastic like Dasani bottle. Oh no, I mean yeah. I, I just reuse. I don't. Um. But my regular water bottle, I just keep water in. I don't like to contaminate with salt my regular water because it gets a funky taste. Mm. So anyway, it looks like uh, there's one on Amazon for 33 bucks. Amazon Basics Immersion Blender. 33 bucks. You need something big, though, to mix it in because it like shoots like a tornado everywhere mm. when you do it. Okay. Yeah. But then I mixed uh, today for the first time. I did creatine. That mixed pretty well, oh. too. That, in the Contigo yeah. water thing. Bottle. That right. was pretty good. Mug? What doesn't mix athletic greens, and that shit is gross. You need to use the <laughs> you need to use the bullet for that. Yeah, I'm not using the bullet for that. Wait a minute, I thought it was a powder that people to just like you put it in water and then you drink it and it's amazing. Yeah, and Joe Rogan says he jerks off into it. It's so good. I'm yeah. gonna start having a morning drink that is greens, yeah, electrolytes, and creatine. Maybe I should add the salt to the greens. Yes. Oh yeah, that might taste horrible. I'm not adding. Oh, the, you could do the unflavored, the unflavored uh, electrolyte salt. No, I think it'll. I think it'll help with the greens, like the the fruit flavored, the fruit fla or the unflavored, the 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 citrus flavored electrolyte oh, salt. Oh, okay. With the greens would help with the greens. Good, yeah, interesting. I feel like it would be a lot of bitter and sour flavors, just making it more bitter and more sour and salty. Well, the the salt I think is great tasting. Mm. So you're trying creatine and athletic greens. Yeah. Why not? I don't know, because it sounds expensive. Could be. And a scam. I think Athletic Greens is just... Like Maybe. Fucking scrapings I don't think I eat enough vegetables. <laughs> oh, you might not. I'm sure so, I don't. Do you really need I vegetables? I drink it and I go, yeah, yeah. Now I feel sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then I eat food later. I'm like, oh, I feel better. Yeah. Very is, special thing from my trip, last thing. Oh, yeah. On the way back, we stop in Ithaca, New York. We go to Cornell University. Ew, why? Very famous Ivy League school. Nothing insane can be seen going on there. Lots of fraternities. What? Yeah, there's no... There's you must not have been looking. I, I don't even see a lot of people wearing masks. And we did, of course, we went to the Ithaca Bakery coffee shop, you know, and sandwich shop. And even there, people seemed normal. normal? Yeah, it was really wow, surprising okay. because it's New York. It's, it's a college plus New York. But so also upstate New York. Yeah, but... It's a little more countrified. It's a little more countrified. Yeah. Now, we are at the wedding a day before. The wedding has a gym. Gabrielle and I are working out. We're listening to... Um, what's the music service called that we use? Spotify. Spotify. Um, and the Grateful Dead are playing. And I start saying to her, you know, the best Grateful Dead concert ever, supposedly, was at a place called Barton Hall... A few months before I was born, May 8th, 1977. Doesn't even occur to me 
Uh-huh. Barton Hall huh? is at Cornell University. Oh. So we go to, I, I put it into the GPS. I say, we have to see this place where, and if you want to pull this up, uh, Grateful Dead, Barton Hall, Fire on the Mountain, let's say. And we could play in the background. It's, uh, it's not copyright infringement to play it. This is a magical concert where a band that's not even that good is completely in some kind of magical zone where they're just like, you know, free form jamming and they, they do this amazing concert on, the, on this night in front of college kids. So I say, I need to go be in that place. Okay. So I put it into the GPS. We get there, and it's some new building. Aww. And I go, fuck. I swear I saw it on the GPS. Then I realize I put the wrong thing into the GPS. I put Bartell Hall, which was right next to Barton Hall. It's just a few uh, doors down, and it's like an old field house, right? You, it's this huge building. You know what a field house is? No. It's like an athletic facility that could be like an indoor soccer field. Oh, okay. It usually yeah. has a track around it. Okay. Um, sometimes they put basketball courts it's in It's like there. a house for a field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it is. We go in there. It looks exact like the old wooden seats. Uh-huh. Oh, wait a minute. We get to the or door. Bleachers. The door is locked. It uh-huh. says this building is accessed for Cornell students only. I say, maybe there's another door. We take 25 steps. There's a door wide open. <laughs> we walk right in, and there's a guy there. I'm like, this is a historic place. Can we come in? Brett goes, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. And like, the kid's like, ha? Huh? The bleachers where these people sat in like the old wooden theater seats yeah. are still there. Huh. They're like, still, it, it looks untouched like nothing in there has changed and it is this concert is as old as i am right it's sure. three months older than i am it was may 8th uh 1977 and then i looked down and i felt something on my shoe so i turned it over to see what it was and it was a tie-dye gummy bear <laughs> so and then you licked it yeah, so it was a, a a pretty amazing experience to to end the trip, and it was nice that uh, she was there and she seemed to appreciate it as much as I did. So we wandered all through the place. Does this music actually get good at any point? This isn't good. It's fine. I mean, it's so, like elevator so music. What the, what they're doing? I mean, you can really nap to this. I think it's fine. I think it's phenomenal it's like, background music. It's like jazz, right? A jam band doesn't actually have written piece music. Go to go to try like three minutes in. Three minutes in? I am six minutes into a try, fucking tr- 15 minute long. Try so. three minutes in. So what they did was what's happening here is they're kind of playing. <laughs> Sounds like that. <laughs> okay, just leave it. Let it play. They're playing out of one song and into another song, like they're kind of medleying. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? Oh, there we go. Something's happening now. So 
Sounds like Andrew turned on one of the knobs. <laughs> they always play like uh, you know one song into another song. Oh, so they're no kind of like okay. they're kind of like in this transition that's like this um, space between songs. Yeah. And this is like if people liked it because they could tell when it actually became the other song. I see. So. What does that it sound like when it's in between songs? Like kind of what the... I'm just doing what I hear. <laughs> it's hard to do other music while it's happening. So, I... I'm not a musician. Oh, they actually... I didn't know they sang. Oh, yeah, they sang. None of them could sing. Yeah, I can tell. But this, this is. This but luckily, their whole audience is stoned out of their minds, so it doesn't matter. So imagine you're a 20 year old baked out of your wits in a field house. Yeah. 45 years ago, when there was so less, there was so much less stimulation in the world, you could appreciate the the little nuances of life so much more fully. I was there. Sure. Well, thanks for listening to my story. <laughs> That's great. That sounds like a nice time. Yeah, I'm sure it was fun. I don't know. I just have no interest in music. I also want to send you one video of some other music that I thought was really nice, and I think everyone <laughs> will appreciate it. Bear with me one second. Uh, but you guys could talk about something. Has anyone in the Grateful Dead died yet? They all died. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, my God. All right, Jerry- Were they grateful that they died? No, when... When I was... Was everyone grateful? They're like, finally, they died. How have you not watched 15 documentaries on this? Because there's like 100 of them. Because I hate music. There's I don't a, give a shit. There was a really good one, I think, on Amazon called Long Strange Trip. I watched a documentary about a guy who made pizza. <laughs> That's what I'm into. Uh, so... <laughs> Jerry Garcia died in 1995. I was a senior in college. You know, and Jerry Garcia is one of the most famous pizza makers to ever grace this earth. It's great ice cream. I wanted to go to college or not go to college and go on tour with the Grateful Dead. Then oh, he died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But they had this keyboard player problem. Their first keyboard was this blues guy named Pigpen. And if you want to look that up, Pigpen, Grateful Dead, and get a get a sense of what he was all about. He died when he was 27. He's part of the 27 club of musicians who died at that age. And um, he... I'm so relieved Puke didn't say the what, because I feel like we've had this exact discussion before about Pigpen, and then Puke said the what, and we had to explain the 27 club to Puke. So they replace him in 19... I think he dies in like 72 or 73. He's their original guy. I mean, I know about Pigpen from like uh, Peanuts comic strip. Is that what we're talking about? Um, Ron McKernan? Ron McKernan. Yep. Wow, he looks like a real loser. Uh, And he was a blues guy. So he... Well, you got to hear him. I mean, he was the best. You're just... These are just pictures. That's him on the right. That you called him Pigpen. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, and that's Jerry kinda, Garcia it's behind husky. him. He was like the fattest guy in the world back in 1970. <laughs> yeah. You got to hear him sing. You really like. You just heard what you thought the Grateful Dead was. Just YouTube Pigpen Grateful Dead. You're, oh you're wait, I already did. I just got to get out of images here. Uh, let's see videos. Let's you choose videos. Now there might not. Fuck. All right, now we're what? shopping. <laughs> I could have swore it said video. Oh, it did say videos, but you clicked shopping. 
Man, there are just not, it's not easy to find videos. I, I don't know, what is this called? Please help me find no, this is not good. Go back, go back. <laughs> you got to have the right, th- uh, let me see. Turn on your love light. Live film? Yeah. Now Fast just jump forward. into the middle of it. Oh, and I paused play. it, yeah. All right, here we go. Wow, what a voice. There it is. This isn't the best audio. This sounds like something out of the 60s, though. Everybody sounded like this in the 60s. So this is an old song by Blacks. Oh. Turn on your love light. And they did, because he was like a blues guy. So they did like all of this like blues stuff. And he was like their blues front man until he died at 27. So that's bad luck to die at 27. We all agree. They replace him with a guy named Keith Gotchow. And he brings his wife to the band in 1973. And that kind of changes their whole sound. Yeah. He dies. No, no. In a car accident. And then they get this other guy named Brent Midland, who everybody loved, and he dies. So then they replace him with Bruce Hornsby for a while. What happened to him? He's still alive. Oh, what? But, yeah, I guess Jerry... What if he's immortal? Jerry Garcia and all the keyboard players are the only ones who are, who died, and the rest of them still tour. One of them's 80, and he still plays the bass. Really? Yeah. Or he pretends to. Yeah, and John Mayer plays with them now, and the guy from Fish. So, oh, yeah, Fish. Um, I've heard of that band. Yeah. From Stoner Kids. Mm-hmm. So there were people at the wedding from Vermont, and man, the pot smoking age ranged from like 17 to 70-something. I don't like how everyone's so pro-pot. There, there was a kid with a pacifier in his mouth, and it had a joint in the center of it. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy gives me this pot. And now I can't, I'm li- trying to live a pot-free life, so oh, I yeah. can't take it, but I give oh. it to Gabriella, and sh- I look at this shit. I've never seen anything like this. Had right. fucking water moccasins coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and I say, you don't know what to do. You it, don't know what to do with sticky, that. Sticky, hairy, and purple, or? Yes. Oh. It was colors that were not green, right? And it kind of glowed in the dark. <laughs> and Are you sure it was weed? Yeah, the guy grew it himself. And this was also a guy I talked to about UFOs. He was more than happy to talk conspiracy oh, theories yeah. with me. So that was cool. Um, but he also was like a real big fan of like putting Gorilla Tape on your car to fix things. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, he's like, yeah, man, I put good people use duct tape. What's they don't his know name? What Red doing. Green? He's not far from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he said, you know, he said amateurs use duct tape. Right. Yeah. The cool kids use Gorilla Tape. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that as being like a very Vermont thing. But, uh, it is. It sounds very hippie Vermont. Yeah, these were hippies. Yeah, definitely. Like real hillbilly Vermont people. But yeah, they were. They, their kids were great. Um, I, I just had a wonderful time. One of them, the fourteen-year-old, was reading Brave New World. So I talked to him about Brave New World. Interesting. And I was like, Isn't this like the world we live in now? And he's like, Yeah. And you said, Kill yourself. It's not getting any better. I didn't say that. You can't oh, tell other people's what? kids to kill themselves. <laughs> I do. Well, so thank you for indulging all that. Um, that's was- kind of sounds like a fun trip. Yeah, and that's why we didn't do a show last week. Indeed. Speaking of weed, I'm not living a weed-free life. I guess Andrew's trying supplements, but I I, I bought some supplements called Wolf Twenty One that are a uh, CBD CBN combo. Yeah, it's a sleep aid. I've taken a couple of them. I don't. I feel like they've helped. <clears throat> I'm a afraid of times. all this stuff. 
Because I have, uh, remember a couple shows ago, I was talking about how I like had problems falling asleep, mm-hmm. mainly because I'm on YouTube or some shit, not falling asleep. So I figured I'd try something that really knocked me the fuck out. And I checked my sleep tracker, and I did like some really good REM sleep when I was on that shit. Yeah? Yeah. I'm so such a I... boomer. I'm just like, yeah, bourbon and... But see, alcohol doesn't make you... Tylenol sl- PM if I really have to. <laughs> Drinking alcohol doesn't help sleep, though. Yeah, it knocks you out, but you're not actually in a sleep, like restful sleep state. I, I get that, but I don't know. Unless you are, because you're some fucking weirdo. Sometimes I'll wake up for like an hour. Yeah. Last night I woke up for like an hour. Because like, I'll, I'll wake up like I've had a little glass of whiskey here tonight. I'll probably wake up tomorrow morning with a hangover. See, I woke up in the middle of the night last night, like two in the morning, and I just watched YouTube for an hour and went back to sleep. Yeah. I woke up this morning at five something and felt good. Yeah, you're a weird sleeper. You just fucking narcoleptic out whenever you want and wake up. And yeah, you're fine. I guess. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm just afraid of any of the weed related stuff because I know how yeah. fucking horrible I get with weed. So anything related to it, I just feel like it instantly makes me a dumber person. Not while, not yeah. just while I'm on it, but in perpetuity. But see, this is, well, I guess like, like every weed I take, yeah, I get some percentage stupider, but like, this is not anything that gets you like a hundred percent stupider. Some percentage like this isn't going to get you high whatsoever. It's 0.3% THC. And then, but you don't know what that means. Is, no, I don't. I don't know how many you're percent like, a sticky, icky, wicky. Like, it's point three percent THC, which is the minimum allowed. I'm like, wait, what? And then he the said maximum, the maximum. Yeah. And I said, okay, is that a lot? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, I mean, as far as I know, it's legal. It doesn't sound like a lot. States. Delta eight is legal. And did, did I tell you this story? We talked about this on the show when uh, Gabriella got these gummies and she's like, these gummies help you relax. I bought them at the boutique store around the corner. So we take them and we're doing the book club yeah. for the university. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you mentioned this. I, yeah, I muted it. I go, are you high? <laughs> and she goes, no, I'm fine. And then in the middle of the next thing she says, she starts laughing and collapses on the couch. Right. So that was Delta 8, right? And then Danny, yeah, show favorite uh, Danny McCarthy, had Delta 8 cigarettes. And we smoked those. I did with Danny. Yeah. That gets you high. Yeah. Dude, there's a couple of zingers from uh, Johans in the chat here. Oh, Sleepy D. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in Germany, they have a similar problem. They drink, they wake up in Hanover. Hanover. It's yeah. a city in Germany. Nice. Puke, oh, instead of hangover. Wow. <laughs> I got it. I'm on drugs right now. The weed makes me dumb. Let's take a break. I don't know. I I wanted to try because so I never tried. Doing I heard it? about it. Oh yeah, I've if got it a, helps you sleep. That's I have great. a 30 day supply, so I'm I'm only going to use it like when I think I need it. Like I don't know, maybe tonight. I've got that natural calm magnesium stuff. Yeah, get ready to poop. Oh, <laughs> get ready to poop. You don't want to get too calm though. Well, this <laughs> element shit that I drink every day has magnesium and salt and such yeah i was wondering that because i've been drinking about uh, maybe two three servings of that stuff a day that like electrolytes. three packets they, they don't it's a, I, I only have it in like a canister mm. so it's like a hundred servings total it's i just do one me. packet a day when i'm fasting mm. i do it every day yeah why not oh i don't know I got into it in the summer when I was like really I was spending a lot of money on gatorade and i was like there's got to be a better way to do that. Oh, I was spending five dollars a day on gatorade well i don't know if element T 
stuff is any cheaper, but it is. It's certainly better for you because Gatorade's full of sugar. No, no, not sugar. There's sugarless Gatorade. Oh, that's, that's what a good I was point. Drinking, yeah. yeah. Um, so. But you know, there's a lot to do in the next hour, so let's uh, take. Got a break. break. Ah, fuck it. The timer's gonna be a minute off. Yes, second hour of show. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Have you guys seen the sky? <laughs> Call back. Uh, so. Oh. Well, there go my headphones. God. I think uh I think I had a lesson imparted onto me, but I didn't learn it. So I already talked about this to at least to puke, and I think I told Brett too. Huh? I'm gonna what? say it again because oh, Yeah, because the listeners didn't hear, so yeah. <laughs> So I had two dreams back to back, one 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 night, one the following night with a similar theme. Mm. The first night, it was Longface and I driving in a cab over box truck. That's one with the flat front. Yeah. And the engine is behind, like under the seat. The cab you. is over the engine. Yeah. And uh, we're driving along on this desert ridge. Why don't they call them cabovers instead of cab over? Cabover. <laughs> continue uh so there we are driving along this desert road that surrounds a lake probably the only lake in like new mexico filled with cotton mouths nope oh it's in new mexico you're fine um so we're we're, we're driving along and and the lake is this beautiful blue lake in this very arid rocky deserty landscape with very high walls around the lake Oh. And the, the ridge road is carved into the high wall around the lake. Hmm. And we're driving along, and up ahead, and I, I know this road. I'm familiar with it for some reason. But up ahead, the the ridge is like the, the lake's on our right. Sounds like Lake Havasu. The cliff face is on our left, right? And we're just on this little flat spot before there's more cliff down into the lake. So we... Uh, we approach this bend in the road where it bends hard left. Mm-hmm. So the lake takes a left. The ridge road takes a left. Longface wasn't paying attention and drives right off the edge. That's so bad. As we're plummeting towards the lake, I go, wow, that lake is so far below us. <laughs> Jeez. We're not going to survive this. <laughs> you have this much time? Yeah. So okay. we unbuckle. That way, when we hit the lake, you know, cab first. Yeah. We're just going to smash into the front of the cab and die. Oh. But on the way down, I, I felt a sense of peace, and I reached over, and I grabbed Longface's hand, and I said, it's all right. <laughs> I love you. And then we crashed into the lake and died. Ah. However. Um, What's that movie where that happened with the ladies? Yeah. Consciousness still existed, though. Oh. We crashed into the lake and died. Actually, and then, wait. You died, but not died? Yeah. And then our, like. Your piss ghosts emerged from right. the water. I don't know if it was like our bodies or what, but we went back up to the ridge and we're like we're hanging out and we're having a good time, <laughs> but we can no longer interface with like the world that we knew. Yeah, we're now in this weird heaven state. Ah, but like we're per- totally cool. Like everything was cool. everything was cool. Well, I mean, it would be cool if you died and you were just a ghost and you're like, oh, I just, it was pretty cool. Yeah, like there was living. nothing bad about it. Like there was no <laughs> sadness. There was no like loss. There was it was all like. I don't know. This is just what it is, and yeah, it is what it is. So maybe it was Lake Powell in Utah. Maybe that's a cool lake with canyons and such. So the next night. So this is okay. These are back to back nights. Yeah. Okay. The next night, and I have far less detail on this one, but I'm also in a car, and somebody, some evil doer, <laughs> fires a gun 
and hits me in the head. I get shot in the head. Oh. And I die. And then, just like the night before, I still have, yeah, kind of like this. That's uh, Lake Powell. Uh, what a lake. I'd love to see this lake. I still have consciousness after I'm dead and I'm shot in the head. Mm-hmm. So my first thought is like, oh, I can still like fuck with things. Um, I can like go tor- torment the guy who shot me. Like I can exact revenge on him. But then like the sense of calm came over me and I went, I don't want to do that. I don't want to bother. Like I'm sure his life's miserable. He shot me in the head. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to yeah, go on. Wow, and that's some, very exciting. I'm going to move on and do murder. something else. So I think the lesson that I, that oh, yeah, what's my dreams were uh, forgiveness. Oh, okay. but I don't know how yes, I learned. Yes. Forgiveness. Letting go. I forgave Longface. Yeah. You for forgave killing him us. for killing you. But that a wasn't a problem. Truck. But even the guy who shot me in the head maliciously. Yeah. Forgave him. Okay. That wasn't an accident. That it's was a, intentional. It's a real oh, wait, after he, school He was trying special. to shoot you? Yeah. Yo, he intended to kill me. Yeah. You saw him before he shot? Yeah. What kind of a guy was he? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know who he was. I don't know who he, rep- who he represented. I don't know anything. What did he look like? I don't know. I don't have many details. Yes! Armless conductor, please! Other than he was just malicious and intended to kill me. I don't know if he intended to kill me specifically mm. or just somebody, and I happened to be somebody. Were you in Philadelphia at the time? No, I don't know where no. I was. No, you know, yeah. Sounds like something would happen. But it seemed very gory at first. But oh, then it, in yeah, retrospect, being shot looking, is. looking back, I'm like, wow, I guess I forgave the guy. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, well, you, you did you, and it did me in. And, yeah. uh, you, you were totally fine with now. it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Resurrect yourself with some sort of Necronomicon book? Yeah, what? So I don't know what any of that means, but it was pretty crazy because I know I don't have dreams where I I die. The best dreams I've ever had, in which in the ones in which uh, Tears for Fears, the dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. Mad World, Mad World, yeah. Well, okay. So I agree with that lyric, by the way. Forgiveness. Let's zoom. Let's get away. Forgiveness is specific, right? What is the more general thing? And Death. why a desert? Why a desert in the first dream? I don't know. The second dream was more urban. It might have been rainy. Yeah. All your dreams should start with you driving. That makes sense. <laughs> I wasn't driving yeah. in either one. I was in a vehicle, but I don't oh, think I was a driving. passenger. Oh, oh my God. You were a passenger both times. That's mm-hmm. fucking huge. That is, and you die. You're a passenger and you die. Do you know what this means? Pass on. Mates don't not drive. Yeah. This is, this is about yeah. fucking rebirth. This is rebirth. And we all know you don't age when you're in the vagina. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But what this is saying is let go. Rape. Let go. Let go of everything you're clutching so tight. Mm. You're not driving? What kind of fucking bizarro upside down world is this? (sighs) In two dreams you're not driving? What was in the box truck? I don't know. I assume tires? We have a bug friend again. Thanks to Andrew smoking with the door open. Yeah. Okay. A dream where you die, as Tears for Fears say, yeah. is the best I've ever had. Why? Because it's about letting go. Oh, it wasn't mm. the best dream I ever had. No. Oh. It was for Tears for Fears. It was the best. Yeah, not for me. In a mad world. Mm. And I hate Tears for Fears. Now, <laughs> I love Tears for Fears. Now, I hate Tears for Fears. You got like to put them in the context of their time. Yeah. I do, and it's awful because there's have good plenty of, of good music from that time, and they're not part of that. I have good memories of Tears for Fears, their album. I listened to in the 90s a bunch of times. 
But why would... They were the best dreams because they were letting go. Letting go of a mad world. You know, you're clutching on, you're going, oh, the world's so mad. I mean, think about the other lyrics in that song, right? I don't like how you're making my dream about Tears for Fears. All around me, there are familiar faces, worn out places, going nowhere. How sad. This is what we want to hold on to? This is what we want to focus on? No. I don't want to focus on, I don't want to focus on Tears for Fears at all. <laughs> right? That's I like, pissed about Tears for Fears. I want to forget Tears for Fears. But that's like Twitter if it was an 80s song, right? That's, the, that's oh, what yeah. Mad World describes. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had because a dream in which you're dying archetypically is about letting go. It's about being reborn. What do you need to let go of? Why do you need yeah. rebirth? Let's see here. The lyrics are, The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you. I find it hard to take. When people run in circles, it's a very, very mad world. Mad world. Enlarging your world. Mad world. Okay. Enlarging your world. <laughs> it, 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 mad world making person. it about tears for fears. I love this song. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Rebirth. Letting go. What does this mean to you now in your conscious life? I don't know. What else can you tell me? So the first dream is a desert. What is a desert archetypically? It doesn't have cotton mouths. But there was a lake there. Okay. That's even more interesting. Okay. The barren land. But okay, the vibrant a, water. All right, that is even more encouraging that the lake was there because think about a desert, right? What does a desert say? What is a what are the properties of a desert? What is a, a desert missing? Water. But there's a lake. Oh, fuck. A desert is Confusing. kind of um, lifeless. Lifeless. It's not actually true. Undernourished. There's a lot of life in most deserts. We just don't acknowledge it. But you find a lake. Hmm. A lake is a place of nourishment. A place of life. That's why so many snakes like them. (laughs) Right? There's a lack of nourishment and a need for rebirth. A need for letting go. I think it's about forgiveness. Forgiveness is more specific uh, version of what I'm saying. Forgiving yourself? For what? I know, you've done everything For being a passenger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the mistake you're like I fucked up yeah so forget why do you why would you be dreaming I don't about know that's, okay, a, that's then, what I'm then saying let's say it's about letting go I haven't learned the lesson you mm. need to let go of something yeah it could be you need to let life take it where it goes it being your dick take it where it goes I think I did a pretty good job with that too that analysis you want to say forgiveness that's real specific and might lead you in the long wrong direction so i'm just saying back up from the specifics of forgiveness to letting go to being reborn i don't want to say is it 5g because that makes you sound crazy (laughs) i don't see any rebirth in these dreams though what but after the death you're still alive. Okay, there's a situation it's kind of a rebirth where there's a problem, right? Okay, so let's just kind of look at this, right? Like there's opportunity around the corner. Mm. Opportunity around the corner. You're in a desert. Then there's a lake. 
you're in the second dream you're not driving but who there's a box truck what's in it the first dream had the box truck what did the second dream have what were you in some kind of vehicle i don't even know i don't have the details okay but even better and 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 it comes to you the realization comes to you both times like this is okay yeah okay hmm. that's letting go yeah that's accepting your fate take me god and then after the tragedy everything's okay cuz you're just a piss ghost i wonder how i would do if i was really faced with like death in a situation chat type 1 if my dream analysis is great but like, uh, if you're uh, okay, is this uh, analogous for like, am I not fearful of death? Hmm. Like, if I'm really presented with death to myself, yeah. How worried am I really going to be? You sure sound most of the times like you're fine with dying. Anytime you talk about you, yeah, you're, like, you're always like, ah, I'll die before all of you. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to drive off with a cigarette in my mouth, and yeah, no one will ever see you again. Most of your fantasies about ending your own life, it's driving. Yeah, there's a part of there's a part of you. The part of me too. That's how I see it in you. That is like drawn towards death. Very emo. I don't like to look at it that way. I like to look at it as uh I would rather uh take risks. Live a life of risky things, and then maybe I don't do enough risky things. I need to be more risky. You need to let Longface drive more. Oh. <laughs> That's a risk that has no uh, positive benefit, letting someone else drive. Oh, you just, I don't know. Has anyone in the chat? Oh, yeah, everyone in the chat saying one. And by everybody, I mean more than one person. So, <laughs> Matt and Johan. does anyone want to add to that? Anybody? I mean, you're home, you have computers, you can look these things up, dream archetypes, etc. Um, how am I, you know, is there anything you want to add to this chat? I'm wondering if it has to do with uh, all the impending doom. Oh, nuclear holocaust. All of it. Economic collapse. Yeah. Tyranny. And then you'll be okay. You'll let go. It'll be okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. Basically, what can I do about it? Yeah, nothing. But I've been thinking that way for a while. Like, yeah, all I can do is try to not be affected by these macro factors that much mm, yeah you, i think i do a pretty good you job try to not be uh dependent but how likely is all this you. end of the world stuff uh, like 90 percent. Uh, how like a realistic question how likely is all this end of the world stuff well what counts as end of the world because okay, it could be uh, end of, uh, well hang on i'm gonna say that there could be a great chance of the end of us I, I feel like there's a very good possibility a lot of people could die if uh, the nukes start flying. But right, but you're saying great know, chance, it's not very be, good possibility. It's not going to be end of the world. You're saying great chance, very good possibility. Oh, that yeah. means higher than av- higher than middle. You're saying 51%. There's a 51% chance <laughs> that we're going to die in a nuclear bomb attack. I think the chances of nukes are extremely low, and the media oh. is going like, oh, this is like COVID. We just keep talking about this shit. No, I think people will die. I think think the climate and the energy stuff is way more COVID esque. I think both. Anything that's COVID. No, I. But but the 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 nuke stuff. It's not like you can lock people away to ward off nukes. But you can lock people away no, 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 no. climate change. No, there was Rogan was actually talking about this. Do you hear the Rogan with Tulsi Gabbard when they played that ad? 
from uh, New York, yeah, like what to do about and, how to prepare and for it's a like, nuclear blast. Go inside, stay inside. Don't go to the window. Yeah. And then stay until officials tell you you can come out. Yeah, like listen to the news or some shit. That sounds like shit I heard when I was a kid, though. Well, it's also retarded because they made the point that, like, who the f- who are you waiting to hear from? Because the entire fucking infrastructure of yeah. information delivery is destroyed. Can you do New York uh, nuclear PSA and see if we can find that? Yeah, let me if see. it hasn't been scrubbed from YouTube because everyone's making fun of it. But it is, it's basically exactly like stay home to flatten the curve. That's what it felt like to me. Because everyone is, everyone in our world's going, what's the next reason they're going to have for locking us down? And everyone's like, yeah, the climate. But could it be, I mean, could you, f- I don't want to go that far. That's pretty far, Brad. Don't go that far. Actually, Brad, go that far. Could they fake it? It's the 5G. Yeah. Going to fast forward. How or why, no. just know that the big one has hit. Okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one. Look at how fucking happy and this cheery is, she this is. This is an airplane one. emergency video. <laughs> yeah, but this is, is a, okay, so this is a real thing they did in New York, and it's just like the things that you do are interesting. Not get underground. This is a PowerPoint from 2004. Don't cover yourself in a wet sheet. There's none of that. It's go inside, stay inside, wait till somebody tells you what to do. Get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. You've already burned into ash, so I don't know how this matters. And no, staying in the car is not an option. Yeah, no fucking cars! How I about know. that? No oh, driving! Staying in the car bitch. is not an option don't for any of these escape. people, no matter what's happening. Okay, so get in your house, no cars. No free movement. Right. To get into a building and move away from the windows. Don't be near the wood. Don't look outside at the sun. Don't get vitamin D. Step two. Stay inside. Okay, pause. Why does that need to be step two? Why can't that? Why does that need to be a whole separate step? Staying inside. Yeah, lockdowns. This is where where you are now. This is just when they come and take your cars. (laughs) Everyone goes inside and they just come around and take your cars. Who is they? Every uh, everyone on the left. Yeah. The left just has the endless tow trucks. And they're, in the news, they're like, they're jerking off to the possibility of nuclear war. And they're talking about all the weapons and like, oh, we're going to give oh, Ukraine gonna be great cool for weapons. What cool weapons can we give Ukraine to fight back against Russia? They just go, I'm not even angry about it. We've had black boxes <laughs> in your cars for a decade. We've all seen that you've been making too many right turns. Mm-hmm. All doors and windows have a basement. Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing. This isn't real. To keep None of this is real. Down. This is too. This is this. This is a. It's all fucking green screen. This is parody. But look what they. It's not the but. setting they choose. Your house. Look at the blanket on the floor. That's where you live. Now. After the nukes. This is the New York City Emergency Management Channel. That's not even a real thing either. Okay. Or ash away from your body. Step three. Stay tuned. Follow media for Wait, more. Pause. Yeah. Follow the cri- media. Follow the media. Who's? It uh, does seem all, fake. All been burned alive already. Like what? Are, like there's not going to be any cell phones, internet. Wait a minute. There might be ham this radio is the worst from fucking Antarctica. Think about it. If it's been nuked, infrastructure is destroyed, right? Yes. So you have no power. That's bad enough, mm-hmm. right? The bigger problem, how do you eat? How do you get water? No, you just stay inside and stay tuned. Wait for the wait for CNN to tell you what to do. The biggest next. problem and my sole metric 
of the advancement of a society. Yeah. Poop. Where does the poop go? <laughs> if the infrastructure has been destroyed, our toilet's not backing up? We watched a movie last night from like 875 AD, and the whole time I'm just thinking, there's nowhere for the poop to go. Then I realized all the houses were lifted on stilts a couple feet above the ground. The poop just goes underneath it. That's where the poop goes. Yeah, probably. So this movie you're referencing is The Northman, and it's about Vikings. And, and yeah, uh, they just they just poop. But you think about what they're showing us here. They're showing us an apartment building in New York City. Yeah. Imagine a bunch of people in apartments and nowhere for the poop to go. Oh, yeah. This literally is bombing us back to the Middle Ages. <laughs> I yeah, never. Yeah, remember, I always thought that was just uh, a metaphor. Yeah, but no, this is this is true. Yeah, it, yeah, it would be when put in the context of poop. Yeah, it's completely accurate. Information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. Official. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. Right. Listen to the government. They'll tell you what to do. This seems Don't like... Don't think for yourself. No, this this seems like when when some grant is dished out to some media company and they go, okay, high school kids, uh, put together your best video for why this thing is cool. So this is the new 9-11. This is, this is like the thing that changes everything next. But again, Andrew, do you really think that like a New York City bureaucracy called emergency management would put out any better of a video than this like this totally seems plausible from fucking losers in the government i don't it's not it's not so much the quality of the video it's i don't know it seems fake like someone's trolling but why would the new york city emergency management be trolling you there is, isn't there something thing. that like when things reach a level of, of absurdity that you can't tell the difference between reality and uncanny? Parody? What's it called? Un- uncanny, uncanny valley, maybe? Because like the uncanny valley valley is a term for where you just see something and you know it's off, well, but you can't figure out why. It's for CGI, and basically you get to a point where, like, let's say human beings being animated in CG, they get to a point where they look really good, but they're really not right. Right before they get to looking good and looking right, and you can't tell that it's CGI, right? Mm-hmm. It's that uncanny valley of you can tell something's not fucking right here, but it's not super obvious. What I'm describing is something that's very interesting, but what I'm describing is actually something different. It's like something that's true with the left, where you mm. see something like Bill Nye, the science guy, had a show. And Matt B says Brett's thinking of Pose Law. Pose Law. Pose yeah. Law. Okay, so it's when you. Edgar Allen? Things reach a level of absurdity that you can't tell the difference between reality and parody anymore. Mm. So clearly, or reality presents itself to you and you go, this has to be a parody. A raven just shows up and you go, what does it mean? (laughs) What's the message here? Is it forgiveness? Oh, they're smart. They'll show up with a message. Yeah, it says here, without a clear indicator of the author's intent, every parody of extreme views can be mistaken by some readers for a sincere expression of the views being parodied. Hmm. Origination, Nathan Poe, 2005, ChristianForums.com, an internet forum on Christianity. The message was posted during a debate on creation. I don't know. I gave up. (laughs) I don't care. I don't know. I'm starting to think. uh... Well, okay. Here's something I've thought about is, Brett, you've explained in the past limited hangouts. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wonder if some of the shit that they're talking about is limited hangouts. Because have you heard that they've started airing um, 
like uh, commercials lately about how myocarditis is very mild in children, but you should have them checked out for it? Uh, yeah. Well, they're also like coming up with all these. And there's like a pill for it or something. All these new things that cause heart problems in young people. Like yeah, video they're just games. like, oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, climate change causing a lot of heart problems in kids these days. Well, a limited hangout would be like, um, okay, a, gr- a great limited hangout that's actually like relevant in the news right now is um, the son. Uh, Hunter Biden. Hun- Hunter Biden. Oh, and like yeah. his sex stuff and his drug stuff. Well, recently there were some headlines about how he might be charged for his like gun violations. Even that I think is a limited hangout. Well, who, that's my point, right? Yeah. So that comes out in the news. I don't know what the fuck a limited hangout is. Okay. Then. there's. So, hang on. Let me explain what I think. Okay. Yes, please. Because I think this will help. Uh, Hunter Biden, he did some shit with guns. He wasn't prosecuted. It's right before the midterm. So they come out with a story where they say he might be prosecuted. People say, oh, look at that. The government's actually investigating hunter biden for his crimes nothing actually happens but in people's minds they've seen the headline therefore they associate that something is actually being done when it's not right that's what i think is happening it's so what's a limited hangout okay go (laughs) (laughs) so a limited hangout is like when something is going to look bad usually from the government they leak something that is less bad, kind of like a red herring for people to focus on. Sure. So so the limited hangout is like they're putting something out there, but it's limited, but it's enough to give people, like their enemies, what they want. So Hunter Biden does drugs, and Hunter Biden makes a video of his dick, and Hunter Biden did something illegal with a gun, but it hides all the shit they did all with the Burisma shit and Russia and China. The president or, himself. Not yeah. Russia, the Ukraine, Ukraine and China. Yeah. Like, all of that. Which is, so, you're, so you're saying it's a distraction. Right. It's yeah. A, okay, yeah, limited hangouts are kind of a distraction, but it's also, it's it's like a, what, what do they call There's that? It's a grain of truth or... It's like a distraction, the misdirection. It's bait. F- yes. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like distraction bait. Yeah, mm-hmm. for people that aren't really paying attention, they might see such headlines and go, yeah, see, the government's fucking doing what it's supposed to do. And but then, then they ignore it and fucking move on. Yeah, I hesitated from a distraction because it's not like a complete misdirection. Like, look in this other, like, why do we see UFOs? Because they're going to, you know, kill people with a... Space laser. No, but it, like the UFOs are a complete misdirection from something else, right? Yeah, or it's like silence. me saying, yes, I raped that six-year-old <laughs> just so you don't find out that I just shit my pants. But Okay, so yeah. a great limited hangout would be like the church committee in the 70s. Around the time the Grateful Dead played that show at Cornell University, there was this committee going on in Congress called the Church Committee where they were investigating the CIA. And Congress yeah. said, we're going to put on this great show in Ithaca, New York to distract <laughs> everybody. But the findings of the church committee are also the House Select Committee on Assassinations, where they basically say that, uh, yeah, the, there was a conspiracy to kill JFK and Martin Luther King, and nobody knows about it. Uh-huh. Um, but the church committee is like, all right, everybody's already focused on this thing. The target is the CIA. So instead of completely misdirecting with the Grateful Dead, we go, yeah, the CIA did do this and that. And everyone goes, aha! We got you. So with Hunter Biden, you have all this like corrupt shit that he had access to these, you know, the the Ukraine, Burisma, China, all that shit. But if you just give them his dick, just give them his dick and his drugs. Like if you admit that, yeah, he was a drug addict and and he did some shit. They're already overwhelmed. Yeah. Right. They're already overwhelmed with, aha, we knew Hunter Biden was bad. So, and the gun thing. Yeah. yeah and feel, the mainstream media. So some mainstream media guy was asking Joe Biden about the gun thing. 
that means you're supposed to know about it. Yeah. Right. That means that's what you're supposed to focus on. I don't know. I'm at a point where I find it hard to believe that anyone exists who still is blue pilled. Oh, they. I think they do. I, I know because I ran into one person. <laughs> they were very nice, and I feel bad because I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You feel bad for them being so fucking dumb. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that they weren't dumb. They just. I. I just got too aggressive about things. Mm. You shot them. <laughs> you were like on the side of the head, yeah. and I went, "You'll forgive me." Yeah. <laughs> oh. This is how forgiveness works. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I saw like a somebody that we'd raced with in New Hampshire and they like just recently put on Instagram like, oh, I'm flying for the first time since the pandemic and him and his girlfriend had a mask on on an airplane. And it's like, like, do you think for the past two years, people have just been like dying in the streets? Like, oh, all of Florida is corpses. I, I don't know. I I really find it hard to believe Fucking that that nuts. is any sizable amount of people. Yeah. That any sizable amount of people see Joe Biden or Jen Psaki or the new one I really and believe anything that comes out of their mouths or any mainstream media and actually yeah I really, actually believe it I really hope that the percentage of human beings in this country that have any fucking rational brains left whatsoever can understand that it's complete bullshit but I don't know like I but like just side, today I was talking to a co-worker and he had no idea that like the fucking CEO of the Pfizer vaccine. I had no idea until you told me today. Oh, okay. So. What is what is the story? I so, might not know. But so I the, just know. I just know. Whatever the claim is, it's complete bullshit. Yeah. Right. I've known that about all of it the yeah. whole way through. But that's so because I think because we all in this room have a a very healthy skepticism of government and shit like that. But most people are just like, oh, I don't know. I just think everything's great. Sure. But if it's safe and healthy, I if, if that's the claim, I go probably not. If it's effective, I go, yeah, probably not. If it makes it less severe, I go, probably not. If it uh, stops the spread, I go, probably not. That's how I felt the whole time. So, so I, I don't need to like hear the news about it. To, I just know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah I, was, I was trying to explain this to people recently where I said, whatever CNN says, I start with the position that the opposite is true and they can prove me wrong from there. What did the CEO of Pfizer do? I'm trying to find the exact oh, okay. quotes or whatever. All right. But basically, uh, let's see here. Let's go to biznews.com because it's the first thing that showed up. Uh, when a new report, when new reports and information, oh, with, damn it. With new reports and information surfacing, the foundation upon which the official COVID-19 narrative was built is being exposed as a house of cards. This week, Pfizer executive Janine Small made the admission that not only was Pfizer mRNA COVID-19 vaccine not designed to prevent transmission of the virus, it was not even tested to see if it did so. Since COVID-19 vaccines were made available to the general public, Leaders of countries across the world regurgitated the same phrase, get vaccinated to protect your loved ones and those around you. The phrase became a psychological weapon. Yeah, anyway, but anyway, we know that part. So they've just come out now recently and admitted like, yeah, we didn't even test or design the vaccine to prevent transmission, which was the entire basis for all of the crazy fucking tyrannical bullshit that like Biden was trying to pass and such mm -hmm. that would, you know, end COVID or something. So how many people have lost their jobs or family relationships, stuff like that, who didn't get the vaccine because people that trusted the government and Big Pharma, who used to be the enemy of certain people, 
thought that, you know, this vaccine would be the end all be all to prevent COVID transmission, but uh, not so much. So I know we talk about Kaczynski a lot, (laughs) but I don't know where the line is between uh, skepticism or not blindly trusting and going full (laughs) Kaczynski. What? (laughs) Oh, man. I was standing by myself. We were in the middle of nowhere. And I was in the hallway of a restaurant. I got a... Sounds like somewhere. You're right. But it was in the middle of nowhere in New York. And there is this quote on the wall. And it's going to take me a minute to find it because I took a picture of it. But what I did was the funny part. And I'll just keep talking until I find the quote, which I have now found. So Mm. this is just some shitty little like diner place in the middle of nowhere in New York. And this quote is on the wall. Did they have waffles? They did not. They did not even have breakfast. They lured you you in with a breakfast menu. How do you have a diner and not have breakfast? They lured you in with a breakfast menu. This was was more of my Mm. bread. And they went, tough shit, it's brunch time. Gabriella and I had grilled cheese sandwich and a Reuben. And we each had eat a mm. half of one because that was the best thing on the menu that we could eat. Yeah. Their breakfast menu, they said, we stopped serving breakfast. But when she went in to grab a menu, they gave her the breakfast menu. Oh, fuckers. Okay. And yes, there were waffles on the menu and I had to wait a whole nother day before I could have one. Thousands of tired. This is a quote from somebody named John Muir, 1898. Yeah, there's a whole trail. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I pause in the hallway after Gabriella's mom points this quote out, right? But I'm there by myself, and it says, thousands of tired, nerve-shaking, shaken, over-civilized people are beginning to find out that wilderness is a necessity and that mountain parks and reservations are useful not only as fountains of timber and irrigating rivers, but as fountains of life. And out loud, by myself, right there, I go, Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> I don't know who heard me. Just a man staring at a wall going, Ted Kaczynski. But I did it. Well, hmm. this is interesting. PolitiFact says that statement is false. That we've always known that it didn't prevent transmission. Is that true? Does anybody no, no, think... No, no, They said you... They, there is, everybody... All the politicians and media said that the vaccine would prevent transmission. Oh, yeah. Everyone always... They all said that. And anyone who said otherwise was banned. <laughs> yeah, that's... And that's... But d- there are super cuts of, like, them yeah. all yeah. saying... Repeating the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. So you this can't. is amazing. This is from October 12th, which is just three days ago, two days ago. And it says that the revelation about Pfizer vaccine trial is nothing new. Pfizer did not claim that a current that a clinical trial for its COVID-19 vaccine was tested whether the vaccine prevented transmission. Blah, blah. The aim of the drug trial was to study whether the vaccine was safe or if it prevented disease. I don't but know. But I, yeah, it's just I, fucking insane. He who controls the present controls the past. Yeah. And he who controls the past controls the future. George Orwell. He who just believes doesn't Ted, have Ted the ability Kaczynski. to think for themselves. <laughs> right. But like, this is what I'm getting to. So, like, I don't know. How often is it in your life anymore that you listen to some authority and things get better? Is this just a, a symptom of aging where you're just like, yeah, no one can tell me what to do? You'd be an asshole if you let people. But you're you're a bigger asshole if you don't. Wait, what do you mean? What? I don't know. Like, I'm thinking here. Like, no, I mean, according to us, you'd be an asshole if you did that. You'd sure. just be a... Yeah. But, like, I'm thinking about, like, 
okay, how often do I just take orders from somebody or do things someone else's way? Well, like all way? your customers. Yeah, but I'm doing things my way. I'm <laughs> I'm manipulating the situation in a way. Uh-huh. Not that it's evil or bad. I'm just... Yeah, well, there's... Yeah, self... Um, things are happening my way. Right, because everybody does things that benefit themselves. Sure. It's not necessarily malicious. We all have our self-preservation and self-interest in mind when we do anything in our life. Johan says, he who controls the president changes the diapers. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I can't think of when I take advice from somebody and it goes well. I have an example recently. <laughs> wow, that Brett, is an Brett arrogant was trying statement to be, right there. Well, it's true. But Brett was trying to be very helpful when I... I and he's like, I've never taken any advice. I don't know where we're good. I asked Brett for help recently, and, uh-huh. and he legitimately tried to help, and it, it, it didn't go well. Will you elaborate? Sure. Um, you know how I love giving advice, especially to someone like young Alex? Yeah. And or anyone, the show. anyone with an earshot. Yeah, yeah, but especially <laughs> someone like young Alex. Um so recently, I was complaining about young Alex doing the basic level one uh, date, axe throwing. Yeah. Right? That was a terrible idea. Uh-huh. And I just r- emphasized the no money, no plan date. Well, I had a date, and it started late on a Sunday night, and I'm like, oh, geez, this no money, no plan date thing is not going to work that well. And the, the person I was taking out knew everything about Pittsburgh that I knew, which made it very difficult. So once they finish the rape, they're like, we have no energy left for the pillaging. <laughs> so I, I call Brett and I go, okay. I'm already ready to defend myself here. Here's the neighborhood <laughs> we're going to. What should I do? I can't just go to dinner like like Alex. Okay. Right? <laughs> so here's, all right, let, let's, let's go back and forth on this. Okay. The neighborhood's already been decided. So a man mm-hmm. can't be wishy-washy and go, oh, I changed my mind to another place. Yeah. So... We're committed and it's a problem. to this neighborhood. Shady yeah. side. So now I say, what's in Shady Side that a Pittsburgher might not know about? So this is the grounds that I'm working with. Yeah. I then consult Gabriella and I say, because she's been around there for 20 years. So I say, what did what where Shady Side? Something, you know, off the beaten path. Okay. We're not going to fucking cards unlimited. You know, they're not even open at that hour on a Sunday. What's cards on? It's a super like woke lefty card store that's actually kind of interesting to go in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I walked past it. Yeah, like greeting cards or what? greeting cards. Yeah. Wow, weird. So okay. Then I say, what about? Or maybe she said it. What about the hookah place where mm. it's upstairs? It's a cool, comfortable environment. Yeah. Where now you get to now, ingest tobacco? Yes. Or and or. You can bring in food. Ah. So I'm already thinking, her and I had a wonderful time there. We brought food. Oh, you've been to this place? I've been there. That's why I recommended it, because I knew it was good. Now, first date. (sighs) You are blowing all of your credibility now. No. It was, I had a good time. And I'm allowed to subjectively have a good time in a place where you didn't. That's true. And still remain credible. But you made an objective statement. It's comfortable. It's good. Gabriella and I went out for what is called Ethiopian food, which you might be saying, what's that? Like a fucking five pound bag of rice? <laughs> yeah. It's dropped there by the United Nations? No, it's yeah. absolutely delicious. Their I have food, heard that Ethiopians actually have quite the delicious cuisine. It's amazing. So 
we're in this place. The atmosphere is not that nice. And we're looking at the menu and they are playing at the bar. There's a TV. This is the Ethiopian restaurant. Fucking like NBC News, Lester Holt, whoever that is. Full blast. And I'm like, this environment sucks. We're not eating here. She says, it's, we can take the food. It's just the movie of Black Hawk Down on repeat. <laughs> it's it's like the news. And it's like full. It's like yeah. Andrew's trying to go to bed in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, we're not eating here. I can't have this noise pollution in my, ear, in my ears. She goes, we can take the food to and the hookah place. Go to hookah. You can bring drinks to yeah. the hookah place. Did you they, can bring did, games to the hookah place. So did, I say to Andrew... Bring fucking banana grams. That's a brilliant idea. Does a... Yeah, so now... All right, so now... Oh, does an Ethiopian restaurant have uh, cot? Can you get some cot there? I don't know what that is. Cot is a narcotic that they chew on in Ethiopia and then go raid ships. I'm sure you can get that wherever mm, yeah. these days. Can you get opium in a Chinese restaurant? I hope so. That's why I go. So... Where is a place in Shadyside, out Andrew. of the beaten path, that has a possibility for a variety of food and drink activities yeah. late at night where you could also play a game with a new person to learn about each other through a game while mm. talking? Yeah. Bananagrams might not be the best game because it's very yeah. fast paced. It's very fast paced. Yeah. So, when I play it, it's just anxiety out the wazoo. Yeah. So Scrabble would be better because you can take your time. Or chess. Or chess, which is what Gabrielle and I played. We had oh, a lovely see? time. Yeah. yeah. So this is the best I can do for Andrew. I also gave you more advice. You did? Yeah. I can't talk about it on the show. Oh, okay. But I gave you more advice that was also good, so I'm just defending myself. Okay. <laughs> well, and to your credit, you're somebody where I'm like, okay, if I'm going to take advice from somebody, it's likely going to be someone like Brett. Wow! Uh-huh. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> so we meet, and first off, I'm not a man. I'm I'm a boomer, right? So think about like the trope of the guy driving and the and like the the wife and the family being upset, and they're just like pull over and ask for directions, and he's like no, right? Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. Yeah. So I just I know this place is somewhere on one of the side streets. Off of Walnut. Walnut's the main drag in Shadyside. Yeah. So I just park my car at uh, the corner of Walnut and something else. And I message her. And I'm like, hey, I'm at the corner of Walnut and something else. So we meet up. And I'm like, let's walk around for a bit. And we'll eventually we'll stumble across this place. Can I be in your vagina? <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking around. And Shadyside's a nice place to walk around. Yeah. And uh, we're walking. And I'm just like... All we have to do is walk up Walnut, and sure enough, I'll see a sign for this place. We walk up that Walnut like three times. Is it a speakeasy hookah bar? Kind of. Oh. Then we get there, and we're walking up, and it's like fluorescent lighting. Oh, no. On a dark night. Yeah. And It's a little harsh. Yeah, it's like, that's not comfortable. Hookah bars should be dim. Then I think, dim geez, I've never been in a hookah bar and went, I really like hookah bars. No. I don't like hookah. I don't oh, really? like... I don't think I've ever seen a person in a hookah bar, and I want I want to hang out with more people like that. They opened one in Keene once, and I hung out there a couple times with like other libertarian free stater people, and uh -huh. I, I had okay time. Yeah, you but sit, I would you be converse, in and you get tobacco in your any lungs. bar. Right, you want whiskey? No, independent oh. of drinks, like mm. just. So we walk in, and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do here. 
I guess we're going to get a hookah. And she's like, I never had a hookah before. I don't I'm like, I don't know what kind of fucking hookah to get. I thought you would have a hookah. You seem like a cool person. Cool people are into hookah, right? So we sit down. The aduka, the hookah? The chair is like broken. <laughs> oh, that um, doesn't sound very comfortable. Let me get a hookah. I, I, I walk up to the woman. I'm like, I guess we'll get a hookah. Like I have to buy something Ugh, here. This sucks. Ugh, this sucks. Uh-oh. Ah, it was a bad idea because you're a you're you're a man on a date, right? And you're sitting there. And, and, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're sitting there on a date, right? And you just have to keep sucking on something. Yeah. And I don't even like it. But I have to keep it going. That's blowing, but imagine it's sucking. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh yeah, put your thumb over it again. Put your thumb. Yeah, put your thumb. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a. <laughs> what do we have that I can suck? So I, I go up to the counter, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Can I? I'll, I'll get a hookah. Like, what? What's good? I don't know." And she's like, "Fucking qua- cave dwelling berry bash." I'm like, "All right, fine, whatever." All right, AIDS it is. <laughs> so we get that and we're sitting there for a while luckily i i brought uh uh bourbon oh and wine wait a minute you brought you were just walking around with a bottle of bourbon i had a bag <laughs> in the bag was bananagrams bourbon wine water and olive oil what was the olive oh t- yeah it was a gift yeah it was a gift olive oil and gift. raped and oh yeah and raped. <laughs> yeah, i forgot about the rape <laughs> Love that drop. So, um, anyway, we left there. Okay. Walked around some you more. Said, Fuck this hookah. Yeah. yeah. Oh. As soon as we started walking around, things got so much better, much more enjoyable. Then we stumbled across a little Italian restaurant that was below street level. And we ran into the owner. And uh, we're just like, we know it's late because it was like 9 30 or something. Is there any way we can sit down and eat food? Because we were both starving. Yeah. So he goes, last customer so he sat us down the coolest little basement place stone walls awesome best steak i've had and i don't know how long it was great italian steak should have been the no money no plan <sighs> it was money but should have been no plan it sounds like there was no because all the unplanned stuff is what went oh was fun yeah right the problem is, you know, I'm planning for it's not summer anymore. Is Shady Side great to walk around? Yeah, it's a cool place if you can deal with the people. Yeah, yeah. but not if it's 50 degrees. No, no, it was warm enough. Oh, was it? Okay. You could have one I of these women. Do you know about down. these women who get so cold? Oh, yeah. You mean all of them? Yeah. If, and if, if they, they don't woman prep is cold, for the weather, I'm right. out. Okay. But still, they could get chilly, right? They could have low blood pressure. What's she there to make is. fun of? She's fat. They could have low blood pressure. Yeah. And they get chilly real easy. So you don't want a chilly lady who's, because that's interfering with her ability to have a good time. So I'm thinking yeah. you got to get inside. You got to get inside, especially at eight o'clock on a Sunday in October. Yeah. That mm. was a good, it's a good thought. He's right. Yeah. But that's my thing. Any date getting inside is the opposite of the goal. Unless you're trying to not age. Can I, don't I know. be in your vagina? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I just want to keep walking around and like seeing stuff. And yeah. Shady side is good, but dark. Dark is the problem, too. Hmm. Shady side is dark at night. Not a lot of like street lights. No, or, it's oh, dark. Just, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. if you're a new guy, a darkness could make a lady nervous. Right. <laughs> yeah, it gives off that... Uh, could make a guy a nervous. bit of rapey vibe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should have gone to a mall. Is that what the kids are into these days? Jeez. Would have been great to walk around, but just following the mall Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that drop readily available, but... Oh, uh, Pew, can you talk about the Alex Jones kerfuffle that, that blended into my world? Huh? <laughs> the fact that he was uh, charged nearly a billion dollars? No, the bigger story. I don't know what that is. The electric car thing. Electric car thing. Oh, my God. Wait, what, what does that have to do with you? Because <laughs> it's my world. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. So That's there, what I make arguments against. There is a YouTube channel that Andrew loves to watch called Hoovy's Garage. And uh, he takes, like... A lot of times he'll take old shitty cars and like get them fixed up and then resell them. He he used to like sell used cars and stuff, so he finds interesting vehicles and gets them fixed. And Andrew loves the concept of that because that's what he wants to do. And he recently half purchased a Ford Lightning pickup truck, which is the all electric Ford pickup truck. And he did a video where he towed this pickup truck from. No, no, no he, he towed towed with the pickup truck. He towed a Ford Model T. Model A. Model A. Jeez, you're starting to sound like Alex Jones here. I know. (laughs) So he towed like a rather light load from a shop about 30 miles. And he was pointing out in the video how like kind of poorly the range was and uh, how much anxiety he was having with the range. And like it, it when he started out the trip, it said it would be like X miles. And by the time he got home, he was nearly dead. And, um, this video was picked up by a lot of right-wing nut jobs, i.e. Alex Jones. Right-wing nut job? Yeah. Or just nut jobs in I general. I think we got to be on but... Alex Jones' side now. I'm on Alex Jones' I would have thought that, side. too, until this. Now I'm yeah. so anti-Alex Jones, and I am uh, completely aligned with the left because he is a tool of the left. He, he <laughs> over the past couple weeks, has made the greatest case for electrification of vehicles. Yes, and I started suspecting something was up with him in 2014. So now that it's over, and it's like, if you want to be like Alex Jones, you owe us a billion dollars, right? 2014, when he did that Piers Morgan thing, when he started screaming at Piers Morgan, I said, this guy has got to be, you know, controlled opposition. I don't know anything about that. I know nothing. He went on the Piers Morgan show and he started yelling like, 1776 will commence again if you try to take our guns. And I was like, this is so stupid. And Piers Morgan is just completely composed and he makes Alex Jones look like a fool. See, I just, in my mind, Alex Jones is just some guy who gets animated and he's said a lot of things that sound crazy out of context, but in context, they're probably not that crazy. But I don't know because I don't follow him. I don't listen to him. I don't pay attention to him. But what I watched was the most wrong thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. And it came out of this man's mouth. And I would have been someone who would have, like, anyone attacking Alex Jones, I would have come to his defense just because he's being attacked by these people. Right. But after watching this, it's like, okay, if he is this wrong about this. Right. It really makes you realize. He's probably this wrong about everything he's ever said and done. Like, he didn't get one thing correct and something that he could have used to make his argument. His point was electric vehicles aren't going to work because infrastructure, charging, range, materials. You could make all of these arguments. Uh, cost. 
it's a it's a method of controlling people. It's a way to get people out of vehicles and and more dependent on Amazon and Uber and everybody else and public transportation and all mm-hmm. these things. You can make so many good arguments for that based on real things in reality and the real world. And he takes it and doesn't make any of those arguments. And he makes the arguments that an angry three-year-old could make against electric cars yeah. in the most absurd, insane way possible. I I was so angry watching this. I can't stop thinking about it. And <laughs> it's driving me nuts. But basically, my fear, I know that like it's hard for anyone to see Alex Jones, but I'm sure he still has a following. I'm sure oh, yeah. he still oh, has a big yeah. audience. How many people are just going to repeat the bullshit he has said? Yeah. So when I talked earlier, I'm like, who are the blue pill people that don't believe things? But how many people think that they're red pilled, but they're blue Alex Jones pilled? They're just going to repeat what he said. And it's the most garbage, false shit that I've ever heard. Right. Well, it's an interesting phenomenon. It's so blatantly false. I would call it tarred pilled. Did Hoovy put this on his channel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He That's the only reason I got, uh, it's the only reason I know about it. Okay. Right. None of us would have any idea. Everyone else is like, oh, Alex Jones, a billion dollars. I go, fuck that. This. Right. So what happened is he makes this video and somehow it goes viral. I'm very animated, just like Alex Jones. The the frogs are gay. (laughs) So what happened is, yeah, like the right wing media people found this video somehow, went viral. And then Alex Jones is just spewing out utter fucking nonsense that if you just watch the video, you'd be like, that's not at all what fucking happened now there was problems with the ford lightning being able to tow but that's what i'm saying there are perfectly sane arguments to have yeah so what it points out and like this is what i kind of learned well so like my father always talked about was right i was in this cult church he always talked about how the the news media was wrong about everything and this was like in the 80s and 90s when i was a kid i'm like okay whatever old man you're weird and crazy And then I got into the army and I read a few articles about like missions that I'd been on, like that made it into things like the army times, which is an army. Well, it's an independent publication, but it's only about the military and like shit was all fucked up. And then I read like normal news stories about something going on in Afghanistan. I'm like, this is all fucked up. Right. And then I moved to New Hampshire, become a free stater, all this shit. And I see a lot of articles about a lot of things that are completely fucked up. And now after COVID, and I would say Ben Shapiro is a good example of he is a right wing media personality. And if you listen to him with the same amount of skepticism and sort of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess skepticism is a good word anyway. So you listen to him and you think, wait a minute, he's only pointing out things that like the left wing does bad, but he failed to like point out like shit. That like Trump did bad, right? No, no. He, I, I get what you're saying, but he's not a good example because he built a lot of credibility being really hard on Trump, and he actually. But le- but no, there's definitely podcasts I listen to where he bitches and moans about shit that Biden has done. That's the exact same shit that the Republicans have done. I think he, he probably was complaining about it when Trump did it too. If it was something that nah, went against, if it went against conservative principles, he maybe. complained but about I, it. But you're, you're, yeah, I guess he's not the worst, but still, he has done it. He but was your, a borderline never Trumper. He yeah. was a borderline never Trumper. To your greater point, in my opinion, I think mm-hmm. what you're trying to say, and I agree with you, is like, okay, if you know anything about a subject, and then there's a news story about it, yeah, it's very enraging because it's so wrong. Yeah, right. And you're right about. I'm getting too into specifics. You're right about a general kind of yes, character but yeah. whatever the media is whatever newspaper right. or publication or whatever it is yes they get all the details wrong 
This is not that. Oh, I mean, it is that. No. <laughs> oh, this is on a whole different level. This is worse. Yeah. This is like blatantly worse. Like even the left doesn't have this kind of just flagrant disregard for for reality. Like at least they try. Ah, I bet they there's examples. They but... no no no. The left is smarter about it. They try to shape reality into their narrative. Mm. Right. He is ignoring reality entirely. Can you uh, rant for 60 more seconds while I go up and grab a little of your vape juice for my... <laughs> and just so I don't miss any of the video? Yeah, sure. Okay, thanks. I'll, and I'll listen to you without the headphones on. So, and both of these videos are linked in the show notes. It would be like the left saying... This video... Okay, the equivalent of this mm -hmm. from the left would not just be promoting the vaccine or trying to claim that COVID is the most dangerous thing to infants or uh -huh. something like that. Yeah. It would be like the left saying, look, this COVID vaccine, not only does it protect you and your children from getting COVID, spreading COVID, it makes your dick an inch and a half longer, <laughs> right. and it makes your orgasms last an hour and a half Yeah, as a woman. Like, that. that's the equivalent of what Alex Jones is saying. Yeah. What makes your dick longer? The COVID vaccine. COVID vaccine, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you hear? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I was just out of earshot for like what did the dick lengthening. And I, I know that there's a million examples like, oh, I know about Army. And then this was reported about Army uh -huh. and it's wrong. No, that's my whole world. My whole world is I know about Pittsburgh. I know what these buses are full of. Air, right? Bla black people. No, oh. <laughs> but like I, I know all this too. And I go bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. Whenever I hear a news article, yeah. just like when I'm in that fucking mayor's meeting a few weeks ago and they go, well, the reason that the, the retaining wall fell was oh, because of climate change. Climate change. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's standard. I declare bullshit. This is on some other level. Yeah. Now I don't, and I'm, I, I, I get it. I'm angry about it because oh, yeah, it's yeah, about right. cars. Yeah. But but this what's crazy, it's about electric cars. This is destroying any good argument against electric cars. And all the people who would be against electric cars are probably going to hear this and repeat the bullshit he's spewing as opposed to the decent arguments against mm. it. Right? Yeah. So he's like the Alex Jones is becoming the useful idiot for the pro electric vehicle people. Right. Because they can point to his video and say, look at how fucking wrong he is. It's like, imagine you have a bunch of the. The, the people who've been trying to speak the truth and have been silenced about COVID for years, mm -hmm. right? So you're, you're Jay Bhattacharya's and, and all of those people. Alex Berenson. Right. Berenson. Um, you heard me. All of those people. Wait, that's I, a Mandela effect. I think he's a bear. <laughs> all, all of those people, imagine if they were all standing in a line and voicing a logical, sound, fact-based opinion yeah. or argument against COVID lockdowns. Mm -hmm. And then... I walked up and I said, listen, everybody, I'm the smartest person here. What I'm about to say is more important than anything you've heard. And then I just stand there and I stare at everyone. I pull my pants down and I poop right there. <laughs> sure. That's what Alex Jones just did. So he is standing in a world of the guy who did the moral case for fossil fuels, Alex Epstein. Mm -hmm. He is standing there in a world where that guy is has now become a mainstream voice yeah right for the way things used to be and anti-electric cars and all the the logic and the science behind it alex jones just ran out in front of all of those people like alex epstein and all of these uh right-leaning 
intelligent people who are making intelligent arguments for this, and he just ran out in front of them and just took a shit. Okay, <laughs> this is actually, he did this to my friends in Austin. John Bush, remember John Bush? Yeah. He did, they were protesting something at the state house. Alex Jones walked up and literally like shit in the punch bowl. Right with a with a megaphone, <laughs> literally shit. Uh, no, no, but like shitting in the punch bowl, like the turd in the punch bowl. Shit is, in a punch. Yeah, so so that this was, is like what Rich Paul did for for oh, for decriminalizing yeah. marijuana. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's that. But that is what Alex Jones did with the Piers Morgan thing, and then he went on his show the next day. And remember, this was like it was around um, Sandy Hook that he did it. And there was all these questions about, like, what's the future of Ron Paul? There was still, like, a lot of Ron Paul momentum at the time. And Alex Jones goes on his shows and he goes, yeah, I'm the leader of the liberty movement. Mm. He did that the day after he made an ass of himself on Piers Morgan. So this idea that Andrew is identifying of him stepping out in front yeah. to, like, kind of make everybody look like a fool is very suspicious. Mm. Especially when it ends with it's like what I said before. If you act like Alex Jones, you owe us a billion dollars. Everyone's complaining and getting all angry and, and concerned and scared about January 6th and the insurrection. Alex Jones is insurrecting my world. He stepped into Hoofy's garage and just tried yeah. to take over. And now, because he's so much bigger, yeah. he just... Uh, so... Andy playing January 6th. Right. <laughs> All Wait, right. So... I don't know if this is a good spot in the video, but I think it is. And can I play it and sure. piss? really gotta piss i have the ability to mute but you need to play it first ah i thought i hit the button too long so he goes over the whole truck for like five minutes and then he goes out and he can't get the car above 25 miles an hour i'm just that was one of the most egregious things he said alex jones said that after he watched the clip of hoobie's video with the truck traveling at 60 some miles per hour okay yeah you can clearly see the dash go so ahead hit play, play go pee say that again He's towing a light payload, a, a little old Ford truck that I guarantee has five times the power of that new Ford truck, and it won't go past 20-something miles an hour. I mean, this is a disaster. This is a joke. Who on earth would put something like this out? Because, again, it's not meant to replace things. It's meant to make you think they're replacing the coal power plants and the cars and the rest of it. Did you hear that? He says he watched the video. He says I can't go over 20 miles per hour towing a light load, which obviously I could go 120 miles an hour if I wanted to in this thing. The point was it lacked range. I mean, it is complete downright misinformation. So for some context, Hoovy's entire video was showing that this truck has no range. Ha no, the, the range exists, but as soon as you start towing a payload, which trucks tend to do, yeah, and electric trucks are the future, the range gets horrible. That's the argument that Alex Jones could have just simply latched onto. What's made. the range to start with? 300 miles. Okay. All right. And then when he started towing a pretty light load, that range, he was trying to make two round trips that were 60 miles each. Couldn't yeah. do it. Okay. Can't get the car up past 20 something miles an hour. Here, go ahead and play some more. Once again, I can go it's at 73 on his fucking dashboard in the video that Alex Jones is playing. My video again. But once again, his producer's not like right. editing clips Holding and different things. He's just gone to the end of the video now. They just skipped to the end. So you think they would pre produce this a little bit? No anyway. So Alex Jones is playing Hoobie's video. It shows the dashboard. It said 73 miles per hour. Right. Like, this is how egregious it is. And it's 
but it's this the whole way through. It's not just the speed. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Isn't he all about the facts and the research and do your research? So and- he's able to see the speedometer and he realizes I'm going much faster than what he originally said. So he's saying, well, now I got a downhill stretch. so I'm able to go 40, which is <laughs> whatever, man. Yeah, it really, uh, really ruins his credibility. Is that it? There's there's a whole lot to it, but yeah, we don't I mean, need to get into more all to the it. Details, but that's the but gist. That's, that's but, a perfect example of how he just took. But like he never went back and and like corrected himself. He, I think there's a scene where he kind of does. So it's well the part where he says he's going downhill doing forty or whatever. But it's very blatantly obvious he's in, what's discredited exactly. He's he's discrediting anybody who is opposed to this with bad information. Yes, extremely yeah, okay. bad information. Yeah, he's trying to say. The 1930 Ford Model A has five times the power of the 2022 Ford Lightning. Okay. Power is not an issue for electric vehicles. No. They have tons of power. Oh, yeah. He literally said... Did you go over the, the, the part where he said there's no torque? Yeah. Oh, and then he has... Okay. He said there's no torque in right. the Ford Lightning. Literally it's everything electric, out of his is, mouth was no, the opposite. The better argument is like Teslas are so fast that people don't know how to drive them and they're flipping over and starting on fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a better argument. Or range, or how long it takes to charge the fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, how inconvenient it is to charge and I, it. I don't get it. Like, everybody knows how fast a Tesla goes. Yeah, right. Not I Alex mean, Jones. Yeah, not he Alex must. Jones. It's, it, okay. I don't know. You don't. This yeah. is what I'm saying. It, it was so... I've never... This is not just like, oh, the media got some facts wrong because they don't... Like, I know this stuff, and yeah. they don't. Like, gun stuff in movies, or car yeah. stuff in movies. It's not like that at all. This is... Every argument he makes is the worst possible argument he can make, and everything he's saying is completely untrue. Electric vehicles have no torque. Yeah, that's what they have wrong. more than anything. Yeah, torque. It has no power. It's got tons of power. Mm-hmm. The Model A has five times the power. <laughs> five. All he had to do was change the, the 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 word power out for range, and he would have been somewhat accurate. Yeah, kind of. Like Probably. less misleading. Yeah, I don't know what the range on him. But it was so is. bad. I, I, so yeah, it is yeah. sad to see. Now I'm skeptical of anybody who's ever defended Alex Jones and anyone who aligns with anything he said because I'm pissed that Alex Jones is trying to align his principles with mine <laughs> because of this video. Yeah. And now if you talk about electric vehicles and how bad they are, people there may be people out there to go, yeah, that guy that thought that fucking yeah. Now I'm electric must, cars I, I didn't have to Alex Jones and I showed up on January sixth. Yeah. I tried to go out and piss quicker than normal by going out the basement door into the backyard, and a deer snorted at me and scared the shit out of me, so I ran back inside and had so to go upstairs. <laughs> they were blocking me in my house the other day. <laughs> I just went out there, and the deer was like, <laughs> and I was terrified. Now I just snotted on my microphone. Speaking of animals. Yeah. Speaking of animals. Puke, um, when you get a second, go to the Facebook Messenger chat and, and find the... The four photos I had sent you earlier ah, okay. when the show first started. So you know how Puke's been waging war against these groundhogs for the better part of a year? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's that, waging war against a them year. because they're digging holes and tearing up the yard. They're taking a nice, perfect green area of grass and just making a pile of mud and dirt next to it. That's not why I hate them. But as time goes on, Entirely. I'm watching <laughs> snapshots of what's happening in this yard, in this battleground. Right? So, Brett, I need you to look at the TV here and describe no, what you're seeing. No, I was pulling up the pictures. Okay, so I don't need to do that. So, what do you see here? A big hole. A big hole. 
An amount of dirt. An amount of dirt in a green lawn, right? <laughs> Next photo. This looks like it may have been a lawn at one point, but now it's just rubble and dirt that's been dug up. Look at this. This That's fucking sod in a pile. Okay. <laughs> right? This is devastation. <laughs> Puke right. has turned into a groundhog. <laughs> I am the groundhog. <laughs> he's just digging holes all over the place now. <laughs> this is all he's doing. If you have to... He's trying to out-groundhog the groundhog. To defeat your enemy, you must understand the enemy. You must become the enemy. James. Join us. Hello, enemy. Join me in this hole now. I don't know. I'm in a hole. I'm skeptical. Life seems so good up there, doesn't it? But down here, there's me. warm, out of the wind. There's me. Maybe. And uh, we've got quite a system. You could be a part of it. Or you can be the target of it. <laughs> All right, I'll join you. Good night.
I thought this was. It starts off great. Duke seems angry. Testing one, two, three. Are you ready? Oh. I'm gonna play this. Okay. We need audio. Paul Blart. Ladies and gentlemen, electric cars. They're totally gay. It's true. I don't mean that they're homosexual gay. I mean, that was in a movie from 10 years ago. The chaperone at the dance, gay, right? You tuck it in and wear it real high, gay. I don't want to disrespect anybody because I'm not about that. But I think we're understanding what we're trying to talk about here, right? I mean, honestly, the Nissan Spit, really? It screams this. Oh, here we go. The Hyundai, pomegranate, right? The Chevy, fingerprint. Now, oh, look at this. The 1966 Ford GT350. You want to roll up in that one, Hoss? The 1965 Pontiac GTO. Completely awesome. The 1970 Hemi Cuda took more virginities than Francis Albert Sinatra. What are we suggesting here? We're talking about taking the benefits of electric transportation, but combine them with the rock and rollness and the sexiness that the Dodge current muscle car models have. All right, that's it. I just thought that was, uh, it was, a, it was a sweet speech. It really spoke to you? Yeah. I might just save that. Electric for cars, they're totally gay. These are pencils. You've never seen mechanical pencils there, Brett? I just bought some, actually. Oh. And graph paper, and I don't know why. <laughs> ah, graph paper's clean. Is you know, what is happening? Personal space. No, he don't mind. Lots of room. Yeah, I can play music, too. a moment lean back and visualize yourself as that turtle relaxing on the rock arms stretched out under the sun feel your stress melt troubles random cat under the water oh that's right now follow that turtle as he floats up into space Puke. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Random cat. That was fun. <laughs> Jess, you did, you did not miss the drops. No, she is not. Hello. All right. We're still nine minutes early. Till when? Oh, my 6 p.m. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We're not nine minutes early. We're seven minutes late. 
Well, well not to be fair. Which is nine minutes early. Well, we did say the stream would start at six, and I think we did accomplish that. Good job, Andrew. <laughs> Five. Four. <laughs> Three. Three. I don't like this one. Ah. I don't know when you're ready. How about now? No. Five. Okay. Four. Three. That's a deep breath in, and I got all excited. <laughs> yeah! Oh, you want me to start? I <laughs> 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 hurt my teeth. <laughs> oh, I forgot the timer. You guys, five. Kevin, remember how to do a show? Oh, no, it's been two weeks. Five, four, four three, three, two, one, two, three, four, five, go! I'll do that one. I don't know. I get, I get very uh, nervous about how awful the audio is going to be when you. Five. Okay. Four. Three. All right, do we want to play these videos oh, on sure. the show? Oh, sure. I just or? thought this was... No, you can just play them. They're very nice. These were the highlights of the, the trip. Uh, this is her mother, her... God damn it. Unmute. That's her dad. And that's her brother. Jeez, these look like Vermont Mountain people. <laughs> Except they're singing in Spanish. It's very confusing. <laughs> Andrew was trying to play the cymbals, but they're wrapped around a chicken. Cymbals <laughs> yeah. don't work great if they don't actually yeah, they move. Don't move. <laughs> but th was this a Grateful Dead song? No, this is Vamos a la Playa. It's about going to the beach. That's what Johan said. Yeah. And being in the sun. Yeah, so that's very 90. Yeah, so that was a good, like, kind of what was the wedding? What was this time like? It was very nice, like this. Yeah, it looks like fun. Yeah. What's the other video? Uh, so I'm, uh, before you play it, yeah, wait, <laughs> I see people, like, I go to pee, right? And I come back to the car, and I don't see this, but I see cars, like, slowing down and, like, looking. Yeah. Like, something's wrong, and then they drive away, and I'm like, what are they looking at? So I come around the corner, and I find this. It looks like somebody just laying on a sidewalk yep that's but the oh it's just gabrielle with an air with an airplane <laughs> pillow around her neck <laughs> what is happening that's she just lies down on the sidewalk somebody was in a wheelchair this is right off i-80 so uh i thought that was uh i was happy to see that she, she was okay but what why so did she have an explanation <laughs> She just wants. She just lies down. She did it when we got off an airplane once. She just lied down on the sidewalk outside the airport. Oh, right. That's because she was vomiting from ceviche. <laughs> no, that was a different time. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then she lied down in another airport. She just lies down. Well, I mean, in airports, more common to see people lying down than 
a sidewalk at a rest stop. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You guys ever seen the sky before? Yeah, I have. I'll tell you what. Like, when I go outdoors. 87% of the time, the sky here is the greatest sky you've ever seen. Even just right now. Oh. There's still a little tiny bit of light left. And you can see like the faint outline of clouds, a yep. couple of airplanes flying, a couple of bright stars, and then at least two planets. But there was the yeah. double rainbow like a week or so ago. Oh, yeah, the double rainbow. Go to Instagram, Doomsday Device. Check it out. Every sunset here is the best sunset I've ever seen. It's pretty great. Every I don't know how. How is the sky so great? Is it just because I'm older and I appreciate the sky now? Maybe, but also I believe it's because you can see it. Because yeah. it's, we're not surrounded by trees or houses as much. It's f kind of flatter and more open field. Like the trees are farther away from the house. The houses are farther away from the house. So you can see more of the sky. Kind of like when you're out west and you're on the plains. Mm. You can see that horizon. That, that horizon, yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, I thought we started. Five. Oh, four. God. For the record, that's a goddamn... Planter bed. <laughs> I, just see, I just see yard devastation. It's going to be filled with rocks soon enough. Also, I put down some very good screen around the edges of the, the deck, so now the groundhog can't get under there. Or the rabbit. I saw that. How deep do they go? The screen that I put up? Yeah. It'll be like only a couple inches under the ground, but it, it comes down and then out, right? So if any animal comes up to it, to it starts the, digging there, yeah. They'll just go down and then hit more fencing. Okay. That's what I read, like what you should do. Oh, interesting, yeah. And then also these planter beds are going to be filled with rocks, like decorative rocks. Too, yeah, that'll look nice. Yeah, I think it will. We got a guy. Johan says, guy. speaking of animals, I still don't know what a water moccasin looks like. And I said, nor do I. <laughs> just Google cottonmouth snake. Next time you're in a lake and you see one, you can go, that isn't it. <laughs> it's definitely not going to kill me. Yeah. Okay, I only have three show titles. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Envenomator. <laughs> okay. Andrew's trying to go to bed in there. Hmm. And what do we have that I can suck? <laughs> what do we have that I can suck? All right, I have that. Uh, oil my wood. I don't like that. Hmm. Um, lake number, too uh, vague. And uh, this one I really like, snake maps. You weren't actually in the room when I said it, but... Hmm. So, uh, snake maps, or what do we have that I can suck? <laughs> I like Andrew's trying to go to bed in there, because I think it would make for fun artwork. Oh, how so? It's just a bunch of news. News? And me trying to sleep. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by... Uh, I don't... The context of what it was said is Brett's in the Ethiopian restaurant, and, mm -hmm. like, MSNBC is playing loudly on the TV. And he said, what? It's like Andrew's trying to go to bed in there. So, it'd be like a uh, an image of you trying to sleep with a bunch of... Like uh, screens of news channels around? Yeah. Okay. Because I go to bed listening, watching Tim Pool. Yeah. Hmm. Chat, snake maps. What do we have that I can suck? Or uh, Andrew's trying to go to bed in there. Um, We've Saverman got two for says Venomator. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johan says, what do, what, do I, what do we have that I can suck? Matt B goes for suck. Yeah, Matt B sucks. I laughed the hardest at... What do we have that I can sell? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie liked get ready to poop. Jess said snake map. Jeez, oh, geez, really... you guys are all over the place. 